They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, Three and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is my bro, Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? What a clusterfuck week. <laughs> hey, 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 look at it. Yeah. Hi, right, he paused my game to be here. There you go. Yeah. Let's go. What's going on, chat? Evening Lurker, Stealth, Quintar. There won't be any of that two hour, 20 minute shit. I gotta get some stuff done tonight. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Well, I gotta play Diablo anyway, so I'm okay with that. So let's, uh, we won't, we won't do QA today. How about that? Uh, on today's show, we're gonna be talking about PlayStation and Xbox and Redfall and Starship Troopers and, uh, and, and lots of other topics. Uh, so if you guys like the show, please make sure you hit that like button. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, hit that subscribe button. Only 13% of you, and I know it's none of you guys, only 13% of you, are you outside, Sarge? What's happening right now? 13% of you are not subscribed, which is phenomenal, by the way. So I appreciate you for hitting that subscribe button. Uh, and if you'd like to go above and beyond that, you become a member as little as $5 a month. It helps us out over here because this is what I do. That's right. Uh, so... You can watch us and listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. Uh, and Spotify, you can also watch us uh, with the video uh, over on Spotify. And you can always watch us after the fact right here on YouTube on 30NSG. All right, Sarge. Let's, uh, just, let's just jump into what we've been playing then, right? So hold on. I feel like we should come back and Olivia Munn should be there with that type of intro. I don't know. I don't know. It, it reminds me of like Attack of the Show type of stuff. Well, when the AI takes over, Mike, you can put in Olivia Munn's voice in the damn show. That's right. And then I get sued. Right. You're not uh, going to get sued for her voice. <laughs> uh, that point yet. So, Sarge, what have you been playing this last week? I, 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 if you're going to talk Starship Troopers, go to the end of, with that one, if, if that's the only thing you've been no, playing. No, I won't, I won't count Starship Troopers because everybody knows that I had played that. I, I really haven't played a lot this week. I mean, um, I played um, Total War. Uh, I got I, On Memorial Day weekend, all the, Dawn, all the Warhammer stuff. Uh, Warhammer 40K. was on sale. All the games, all the was, games on were on sale. sale. Everything yeah. was on sale. So it took me like an hour to go through like which versions of the game had what I wanted and for the sale price that I did wanted. You, did so you I, buy got, I got I didn't get Vermintide because you told me not to. I didn't have time. It's just because Diablo's out now. Yeah, there's no reason for to get it for now. I don't have time to play it. It's fine. Right. right? There's always another sale later on down the road. Yep. So I got Total War 2. And the reason why I got Total War 2 is because it gives me the, it gives me the new races to use in the game I'm playing now. Because that's how they get you to sneaky, to buy the old game. Sneaky bastards. That's, that's their sneaky bastard move, right? So I got it for eighty five percent off. 
I got it for like twelve dollars. It's like, how do I pass that up? You right. can't, right? And then since my new computer doesn't have a disk drive, right? And I, and I contemplated going through and buying an external hard external uh, disk drive to load the disks that I still have, right? Right? But Dawn of War two and all the expansions were also on sale for ten dollars. So it's like, ah, what am I supposed to do with this? I can't, right? I got that. Uh, I got uh, Dune. I oh, got. Um, oh, you got Spice Wars. I, I, haven't play, I, I haven't played it yet. I haven't played it. Yet. I, haven't, I haven't had a chance to sit down and actually play it. Uh, I have been playing uh, Division, of course. Uh, looking for some builds. Um, that build that's about you, it. That, that I really you I, sent me today. Where the so Sarge, Sarge, I said he, I did my story the other day about going <laughs> into the dark zone. I was like, I, I got murdered in like five seconds. So Sarge goes, "You want to go to the dark zone?" And he sends me this video. And this guy has a video where he's t he's he's replenishing a hundred and ten thousand armor per second. A second, yeah, per yeah. second. And yeah. so, like, he went into the dark zone, and a team of three guys was like fighting him. Three were, guys from a, from the, from a clan. Yeah, from a clan. They were all attacking all, all attacked him, attacked him, and they couldn't kill him. They couldn't kill him, and they went, "Oh man, we can't kill him!" And they started running away from him because they were scared of dying to him. <laughs> so I was like. All right, that sounds good. So I looked, and I don't have any. I don't have any of the gear. So it's gonna take me seven months just to get the gear because I only play it like one day a week. So go ahead, Sarge. Sorry. No, that's it. I really haven't been playing anything. Honestly, I, I very little. Any, nothing new. You saw what I was playing. I played Star Trek Troopers with you, Division, and then I got that massive sale Memorial Day. I've really been busy other in other areas. I couldn't really played that much this week i i played well we'll talk about starship troopers in a second because there's a roadmap as well they just announced today as well um i played a game that's like a diablo uh, it's a it's a it's a dungeon game uh it's called torchlight infinity it's a free-to-play game on steam uh if you like we played torchlight yeah but it's a new torchlight game it's torchlight infinity it's fun but it's a free-to-play so you know what that means that means there's going to be microtransactions i'm in the point now i think i'm like mid-20s and when i'm playing it now you're getting like these rubies that drop or these things to drop and you can kind of upscale them and try to you know what i mean and i'm like eh. but i played it for a bit erase it erase it from yeah. your hard drive it, you're never gonna play it again I, I you now have diablo no, exactly. just stop but just I, stop. I played it it's actually pretty fun though it's actually a pretty fun game there's five different classes you can play um other than that, I played some Battlefield 2042, and I hate to admit this, Sarge. I, I know you don't care about it, okay? I'm still pissed that it took 19 months to fix it, and it's still not completely fixed yet. They're coming out with the, the Season 5 next uh, next Tuesday. So it comes out next Tuesday. So next week, I'll talk about the update as well. But um, they're fixing the last map that came out in the original game 19 months ago, uh, Hourglass. And the game right now is actually in the day one state of what it should have been, but 19 months later, right? It's a lot of fun. I'm glad that I'm playing it now, and I'm glad I didn't pay $120 or $70 or $90 when it first came out, and I stuck to the my guns, no point intended. Uh, but playing it now, you're starting to... They're, they're, they're putting a... They, they put this other game mode breakthrough a couple months ago, or a couple... Uh, yeah, a couple months ago. It's a, it's a better game mode. Conquest is more fun. It's just, it feels, it's starting to feel like Battlefield once again. And I'm just, I'm happy, but I'm sad because if this game came out like it is today, 
in 19 months, it would have been a much better game than it is. But instead, we're at ground zero, right? So I played Battlefield 2042, and I've been playing some Division as well. But I've also been playing Starship Troopers Exterminations. And I, I had to sell Sarge on this. I had to sell Sarge on this. I was like, do you want to play Starship Troopers? He's like, eh. I was like, I'll see if I can get a code. I, did, I bought my for $25 and I didn't I didn't have a code offered to me before I bought it, right? So I I I I bought it for $25. I reached out to the person, they gave me a code, gave it to Sarge. We played it last night. If you guys missed it, go check that out. So Sarge, what did you what did you think of Starship Troopers for the $25 for what you got for this early access? Uh I don't I don't weigh the $25 first of all. Well well no, uh, I know for, but I'm first, just letting first, you know it's $25. What's in the first game? First and foremost, first and foremost, the game is 25 years late. Right? Anybody That's a dollar for every year it was late. There you go. Anybody could have made this years. game with half a with half a brain. It's is not it hard to make years? it. It's at least 25. Did it come, come out? What year did it come out? Is that true? Come on. Come on. Look it up. I think oh, okay, I'm not going to look it up yet. I'm not going to look it up. Yet. My hands Damn. are up. Starship Troopers, I think, came out in, what, 90... I guess it would be 97, 98, right? Is that when it came out? 1997. Yeah, okay. So I was... Yeah. Okay. So, I, what they did was very... very I, cool. I, I submitted it, Lurker. We're good. We're good. The, Appreciate it. The, the particle effects to the weapons and the motion of the arachnids, it does feel... It feels good. Uh, the teamwork involved... The, the playability is good. Uh, controls are good. The only thing I didn't like is the sounds of the weapons. Yeah, because little, they sound little, little they dizzy. sound they sound like a bunch of cap guns and don't sound like real heavy gauge military, especially the bigger guns. Um, the amount of stuff on the screen and my computer wasn't slowing down. The the carnage is pretty cool. Um, the building aspects, the uh, the the way the missions are set up. Uh, it's it's. The ten minute game or the forty minute game or the twenty minute game and the forty minute game, uh, it's done well. It's paced correctly. I mean, it, they did a really good job. I think I think it could look a little bit better, but then again, it's been twenty five years. Does anyone ever care now at this point? Right. But at, but at the same time, when was the last time you played a sixteen player, everyone versus the PC or everyone versus the AI game, yeah. and it was actually fun? And everyone talks shit in chat. It's it's. It's a decent I, game. I, I told you. I told you when we first started. I said there's a lot of dick and dick and ass jokes that that, that happened. Uh, I mean, look. I mean, you, you you saw what it was, right? Like, I I like it. Listen, it's very hard. Those grenades when you those, fire those like great grenades grenade effects and stuff. Really good. Yeah. And and the plumes of smoke that come up, and then the particle effects of the smoke that looked really good. Like there are games out right now that don't do smoke effects like that. They still do that, like that haze cloud cotton candy thing they don't do like a little billowing like the actual motion it looks good it looks good i mean there's there's not a lot of talk about in a game where you're just shooting a bunch of bugs right not a lot of strategy there you're not you're not you're not buying coins to do armor upgrades and stuff it's just we're just running and gunning and shooting shit right it's a right? it's a it's a fun no-brainer type of game but there is a little bit uh, what'd you think of that last game mode that we played the arc game mode compared to the the, the game mode that we were grinding in the beginning. I mean, it's still it's still it's still in early access. I mean, I think I think they have the right idea. Like the right word, the idea where I said, which is you assign missions to squads and the squads go do the mission. Have I not talked about this 18 times? Right. Right. To do this in Battlefield. So they're doing that in this game. They're just not labeling you. 
No, you have to do you, it. You like, role play into the roles says, that you want. Yeah, right. Somebody says squad A, go get it. Right. But that's the mission. Go get the thing or go kill the bugs or go to the, the nest. It's the same deal. Now put that in Battlefield and we've got a game again. Right. Right. Um, here's the thing that just came out with today. It's a Starship Trooper. Um, Coffee mug. No. Oh, what is it? Sorry. Wrong one. Jockstrap. No, no. It's the it's the road. Tire map. iron. It's, it's a road map. I don't care about roadmaps. You know you what, like roadmaps, Sarge. This what one's is, just for you. What's even roadmaps, man? I don't have a thing for roadmaps. I, I look, GXG. We go over a few of the news from the past I, week. I this know, is this I know, is part you, of you've of talked the news. about. You've talked about fucking roadmap. We know all about what roadmaps mean. <laughs> it's all promises that we don't know. It's an early access. Look, I rather have roadmaps for an early access game than for a full price game that comes out and you wait two years for get a roadmap. You know what I'm saying? So it says, Troopers, by now we've spent time uh, and we have some ideas that we are up against and we've stood to toe to claw with the, uh, the, the bugs and you have eaten uh, pain and spit out glory. You have your fellow citizens fall yet you keep up the fight. Here's our skinny on military intelligence suggests that we have seen the worst of the bugs and have to offer down uh, so far. Seems that you're going to come to in stronger and greater numbers. Uh, um, what says shaping up to be a brutal challenge and also be likely to pay clearly for every inch of its dirt. Speaking of which, we're ready to good, give good news for what's happening. So the roadmap phase one, which is right now, early access, we have the assault secure mode and arc slam mode. Those are the two game modes that we're playing right now. So ta-da. Okay. Phase two, we have mutators and it says more info coming. So I'm assuming I don't know if it's mutators for us or do you think it's mutators for the bugs? I'm assuming it's the mutators for the bugs, right? Different different bug mutations that can happen. What do you think, Sarge? I mean, what's it going to be like a bug that it's a it's it's fast first and then it turns into something else? Like yeah. I don't know what you mean by that. I don't know. Like, I don't look just because you, just because you invent new bugs doesn't make the game more difficult. Or challenging, right? The challenging part is the sheer numbers of them, right? And once there's so many bugs on the screen, you can't see who's who to identify. Oh, look, it's this one. Let's shoot this one. Everyone's just firing rockets, trying to keep them off yeah, the damn like five. There's like five different or six different bugs right now. You know, it's. He says, like but, if, but is the base under attack? <laughs> yeah, yeah that says, it says it a lot. I, yeah. I zoned out yeah, after a while. It does say like it a lot. Yeah, I, we know the base is under attack. Yeah. Like, that's always. Like, yeah. we're in a game where yeah. the base is under attack. That's it. They're, base under attack. They're, they're bringing a horde game mode, which is going to be just... I don't it think is there's gonna be a horde game. No, 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 but it's going to be just a horde game mode where it's just constant, just wave after wave. You have to see how long you last with no extraction. Just see how long... You, it's like ODST. Like the final stand, you know what I mean? Like that, 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 no, that type of thing. No, it wasn't. It wasn't ODST. It was Reach. Oh, Reach. That's I, right. I, Reach. I, see, now I think at the end of the story of Reach, introducing that as the final mission was absolutely genius. Genius, because if you follow the story about Reach, about the battle on Reach, that is an awesome way to end the game. Yeah, you end the game with a horde mode that you can't win. And you just see how long you can play for. Right. You see how long. I think that's, that's what the C-mode is. Amazing. Well, I think no, that's what this it was, is. That's amazing. Uh, they have a player profile and stats going to be into the game. Uh, right now, you're only ranked five. That's as much as it goes. Not the character, but your profile itself. They have manned HMGs emplacements coming. So you're going to be having turrets that you could build 
and then you can get into the turrets and and start to use. They're gonna have a new playable zone on the map, so I feel like more of a second um, second extinction type of thing where the map's gonna be bigger. There's gonna be six different quadrants that you can pick. Uh, phase three when it comes out, it'll be uh, class progression 2.0, whatever that means. They have ability upgrades. They have hives. So you'll have to go into the hive and, and, and try to kill the hives, which makes sense because there's certain guys that have sensors to detect bugs. And I'm like, what do you, what do you use those for now? Because right now, you just they attack you. You have to go out and try to find them. Uh, reward system. So is this battle pass? Is that what this is talking about type of thing? I don't know. And then special weapons swapping. Okay. In phase four, they have a player hub, emotes, clans, new weapons, boss bug, marauder support, and new planet. So there's going to be an, another different, I would assume it's like some sort of like vegetation, not just a desert like we're in now. Phase five, this one seems interesting. Galactic War metagame. What do you think this is, Sarge? Is this like Galactic Conquest in, in Star Wars Battlefront? I'm sorry, is that something from the actual... Yeah, this is actually yeah, Galactic roadmap? War metagame. What do you think this is? That could be anything, bro. It could be anything. Like, the, the, the scope of it could be good if they, if they incrementally try to make the game better each time, but if they try to jump into this grand canyon of content that they don't have, then it doesn't matter. I mean... In in my mind, it would be sixteen people in a in a lobby, and then they all move someplace together. Like they're on the ship, then you go from a ship to another planet, then you go to someplace else. And like while you're on the ship, it's like a it's like a loading zone, right? Like people come in and people come out, and then you it's not just a load screen type of thing. It's like a environment, but it's it's all wishful thinking. It's just well, starship that's troopers. What a roadmap it's is. It's just, they should they should say the no, road of dreams. No. No, no. The, the, <laughs> a road, the roadmap, a roadmap. Road, road of dreams. Okay. A roadmap in today's world is what's supposed to be on the back of the box before you buy the game. Like, that's what the roadmap is. What it contains. Sure. What this sure. product contains. Not what might it contain, or if we get around to it, it contain, or possibly contain. It, no, this is what should be in the game, is what it should be. But we're not, we haven't got to that point yet. I'm going to have to make a bot now in chat that every, like, Every five seconds, just says the base is under attack. Uh, we have a player customization. We have a new trooper class. We have a global death counter, which is interesting because I would like to see how many bugs we kill as a, as a, as a globe. Right? That'd be you do, funny. You could do the average. You look at the squad. We killed about a hundred. Yeah, but you don't know what the, what, the, what the rest of the team is doing. About the same. So you figure if, if we did about a hundred times four times sixty, it's like sixteen hundred bugs, twelve hundred bugs, and, and then we have more gore. There's gonna be more oh. gore, Ooh. so I can't. So I can't see more stuff. Like it gets to a point where I can't see. You know that, right? Yeah, it's it's you're like you're like I, follow I like me. You're just you're, you're just, like follow uh, me, and I'm like follow you. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the compass. I'm like you're not on the compass, so like I can't see your name. Right, you have to all see the, it on the, the actual smoke yeah. and the and the and the blood and the grenades and like I can't see where you are. Like follow me. Like yeah, I know. I have no idea where you are. I I'll tell you what I don't want to see in this game. I don't want to see PvP. I don't want to see PvP. It's not, it's not a PvP yeah, style I game. I don't want to see that. I want to see large group scale fighting across the, the thing. I think they could add a little bit more people, like 24. Like, like add it from 16 to 24. Not on console. Oh, no, not on console. I don't care not about console. Consoles. I'm on PC, Sarge. I'm on PC. I know. Not on console, though. The potato speaks for everyone. Yeah. 
You cannot disobey the potato. Well, no, you can you can do it on PC. You can have a twenty four. Like on PC, it's 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 sixty, and then on consoles, like thirty for certain games, right? So, hundred twenty to, to sixty four. A BR mode? I don't want to see a BR mode either, Jesse. I don't want to see a BR mode. I mean, this is an extraction game. You know what I mean? It would be interesting if they they put a little bit more role playing, I guess, inside there, more more team. It would also be interesting if they did something along Hell Let Loose where you had a commander. I think there is a commander position in this. I'm not too sure. But uh, that would be interesting. I think Hell Let Loose would be a really good port to like Starship Troopers as far as like getting commands, setting up bases, trying to do protections and stuff like that. That would be interesting against the bugs. Now, I know what someone's going to think, right? What about they did PvP? Yeah, because PvP, the base is not under attack. Yeah. Uh if they did PvP, it'd be like it'd be like Left for Dead, where the one group is the bugs and one group is the is the soldiers. And I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, you know what I mean? No. Yeah. No. Le- Left for Dead has a special place for that whole the infected versus the yeah. humans. Yeah. Right. That was remember the, remember the excitement when you 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 get them in a good pin, like you yeah. pin one of them and then go off on them. So they yeah. couldn't save the you guy. You throw up on them. You grab them. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Right. You jump on them with the hunter. Up, yeah, and yeah. then the one maniac who who ends up getting the tank and starts running in there like a crazy person. Yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. That that game to me still holds a flame for me. That when when that game came out, it was just at the right time, right time. and it was just so fun to play. That was a shadow and, drop. And and, and the horde mode was redonkulous. Yeah, that was a that was a shadow drop when it dropped. It dropped in October. No 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 one knew about it. It just showed up on the thing and said like Halloween uh, left for dead and it it was yep. a cult classic, you know what I mean? Yep. What I like about Starship Troopers, it knows what it is. And I think yep. just like Battlefield knew what it was when it came out, a squad-based multi, you know, uh, game against other PVP and what Call of Duty was. This knows that it's a cooperative, you know, player versus environment, large scale, 16. Uh, and as long as they stick with that, I think this game will be successful because other people want to do what they're, what they're doing. And I think what separates this from other games, there's other games like this, but this is 16, not four, right? There's a lot of games like Second Extinction where it's a three-man team or you're, you're doing... Um, uh, what's the other one I, I want to play with you, but you don't want to play? Um, Rock and Stone. What's what's a uh, Deep Rock Galactic? It's four players with a horde mode of bugs coming at you underground. It, there's always these games that are four player, three player, Alien. Uh, what was the Alien one that just came out? There was an Alien one like this where you're, you're fighting. It's three or four man. Chad, help me out. I forget what the game is called. Anyway, there's, there's so many. I know, but this one sticks out because one, the nostalgia of Starship Troopers, and two, it's 16 people that can be on, on the team, and I think that's that's what makes it what it is. So, all right, let's get to uh, top stories. I still think it's held uh, that loose role playing goes better than the Starship Trooper ones because the Starship Trooper ones is 25 years, nobody gets the quotes right. In Hell Let Loose, everybody shouts out any war movie quote they've ever seen. <laughs> so the role playing is better in Hell Let Loose. True, that's true. All right, so we talked about this a little bit last week, Sarge. This this came out uh, six days ago, so it's after our podcast last week. It says rumors Sony was holding back with PlayStation Showcase. Right, I know a lot of people think they they held back. It says, let me scroll down. It says. 
Establish an insider, Tom Henderson, subsequently took online to suggest that Sony was holding back its PlayStation Showcase. Many of the titles from the event were pretty much ready, even though they're not yet treated to gameplay reveals or release dates. Henderson reported on May 25th, soon thereafter, uh, that another unknown leaker known as Snitch said that the surprise to see Sony choosing to omit several AAA games that are on the horizon from PlayStation Showcase lineup. He says, elaborating on the claim, the snitch stated that the another PlayStation PC port is currently slated to release in July, which came out recently. It's uh, Ratchet vs. Clank. I don't know if that is the game, but obviously they've announced it after the fact. Adding it to a super weird that the game wasn't present in the May 24th event. Uh, broadly speaking, the notion that the major publisher would also hold back announcing near-finished products isn't outside the realm of possibility, and this wasn't really underlined by widespread reports. And Nintendo has also been sitting on Metro Prime Remastered for years, with Fire uh, Emblem Engage supposedly receiving similar treatment, yet such strategy is far more standard practice for Sony, who historically preferred longer marketing cycles. Now, do you think... Let's Let's just play ball here, Sarge. Let's just say Sony held back. Do you think they held back because they didn't want to overshadow what's happening with Microsoft? Or do you think they're holding back because the future, they don't know what's happening right now. And I still think, I still think the sicky, okay, has a lot to do with a lot of these games not releasing on time and getting pushed back and having problems, right? Because when it happened, okay, it takes three to five years to make a video game. And for two years, they've been, you know... Doing nothing. Right. So... Do we think that the they're they're trying to slow play what they're releasing because they want to have stuff in the cellar? And, and and movie studios do this with with scripts, right? They'll have a whole bunch of scripts and they'll have movies in the can and they put them on the shelf until it's the right time and then they'll they'll launch it down the road later, right? So do you think they're doing something of a strategy of this if they are delaying stuff and didn't want to show everything all at one one time? No, that's their way of saying that's their, that's their way of deflecting the fact of how bad the show was. They're saying that they, they held back t to talk about other stuff later. That's why they did what they did. Meanwhile, the people who love Sony who watched it, a majority of people who watched it was like, what's, what is this? Right. They were a little what disappointed in it. Yeah, because you're not showing me anything. Once again, the language used by the industry is what does it in for them. Not what we think of them. It's what they say. They called it a showcase. They call it what they want to call it, and then they show it to us. And like, do you know the definition of showcase? Do you like? Do you know what that's supposed to mean? Do you, do you do you want to show us something interesting, or is it just showing us stuff to fill the void because there is no E three? Right? Is that is that the deal? Because if that's the deal, you could just wait until gaming the game bomb season, which is like the fall, and then just talk about whatever you want because then everyone everyone's just ravenous, right? Everyone knows the summer's slow. Right, so just chill out, do what you want to do. Well, why don't you have some developer talk? Why don't you sit down and talk to like the guys working on the game and just ask them like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, well, what are you guys, what are you guys making right now? And why are you guys fucking it up so bad? Like, ask the good questions." Yeah. Well, creature is saying uh, to the show stinks, but why would Tom Henderson feel the need to stick up for Sony? I think, and, and this is the way I think, creature, as a person that is, and I personally don't, and you know me, I don't give a shit. Right. But as a person that he lives or dies and because of his insider information. Right. So for him to come out and say that they they didn't show things, he knows they're going to come out at some time and he'll be like, 
this is what I saw, this is what I knew, and it makes him more credible. You see what I'm saying? So regardless if Sony held back or didn't held back, his leak and his thing saying that I saw things gives him more credibility because he knows he's seen it. He knows he's got an insider, and he knows at some point that's going to come out. And he's not he's not putting up for him uh, for Sony. He's coming out for himself to kind of be like, hey, I I know because he makes money off this, right? I mean, that's what he does. He makes insider information. He's known well on Twitter. He makes articles and whatnot. I mean, that's what that's what Tom Henderson does. Same with Jeff Grubb. Same with all these other people. They're, they have their nose into the industry, and that's the way it works, right? So they use it as as credibility for themselves on top of that. At least that's what, what I would holding, do. What were you holding back? Like, what... What do you what are you holding back? I personally like, think what do you think what do you, that, that's the, that's the, it's so ridiculous well, to even I, say that I, statement. Well no, I do believe they hold back stuff. And again, I've I've seen it firsthand in the in the film industry. So that's great. they would do the same thing in video game industry. So if they know that something again, I'm an outsider armchair warrior inside the the PC here, right? But as a business, you look down the road and go, okay, exactly, Reese. the next 12 months, if we announce too many things and we don't see it then we we have nothing. So they're like, well, what do we got for the rest of this year? Well, Spider-Man's coming out. Final Fantasy 16 is coming out. We have games that are coming out. Okay, so let's just hold close to our chest and wait a little bit because we can announce it at the Video Game Awards show. We can announce it next year and, and, and down the road. We're year three, and they need to make sure they can get through year five to year five or year six of this console, and there's problems across the board. We know there's problems across the board. Xbox... Nintendo, Sony, PC games, independent developers, they all have problems because of what happened two years ago. Okay, but I think at this point, I think I think the pressure is coming from content creators and publishers uh, and, 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 and journalists as opposed to from the actual developers and the publishers themselves. Like this. Like if if a game company didn't doesn't have anything to show. Like you don't have anything right. to show. Like you actually don't have anything. Like even though you got stuff in the works, you really don't have anything to show. You just don't. Nobody is hunting around looking for specific names of companies going, oh, they didn't say anything for 18 months. Oh, they haven't talked about shit for two years. Like nobody cares. The only thing that gamers care about is when you start talking about something that you actually fucking have it. That's it. Right, this whole game that we're we're being led to believe that they're hiding things back, and we have things that we're not going to show you because we're trying to surprise you. Like the only thing you surprised me over the last five years is you can't finish a game, and when it comes out, it's broken, <laughs> buggy, unfinished, and you sell microtransactions inside it. Period. That's what we know. Well, it's That's the industry, a fact, right? It's the industry. Right? Yeah. Right? So if you don't have anything to show, great. I don't care. You've got nothing to show. I'm not looking for you to make fun of you because you don't have anything to show. Just shut up. Go into your room, make what you're going to make, and then when you have something to show, come in, introduce it to the journalist, get a, get a, a play feature on whatever channel you want to do it, and then talk about your game like we did back in the old days. The rest of this stuff is just trash, right? I don't believe for one second, not one second, that Sony held anything back. Z no. Sorry. Not at all, right? You showed what you had. You showed your cards? Oh, I got a 7-2. Like, <laughs> no one cares about your fucking shitty hand of cards, bro. You don't have anything to show. So great. Did you have to show that showcase? No. What you could have did is, hey, without a doubt, not lying, Spider-Man 2 and Final Fantasy are coming out this year. Facts. 
and then just do the showcase on those two games. What's in it? How to play? What can you look forward to? Dev talk and moved on, right? No. Instead, <laughs> puff piece. We're throwing some shit on the wall. See how we're gonna sticks. We'll try to, we'll try to get everyone hyped up for for what? What are we hyped up for? What, uh, what in that whole thing you got hyped up? What inside that showcase were you hyped up for? Right? You know Spider Man's coming out. You know who's buying it. You know Final Fantasy's coming out. You know who's buying it. So what's the showcase about? He, uh, I didn't see a showcase. Cre creature, when he's talking about broken buggy stuff, he's not talking about Sony in, in, in particular. He's talking about the gaming industry. He's just lumping them all into the same same. Oh, same I'm sorry. Right. right. Sony's perfect. Everybody else is dog shit. I know. No. I, I apologize. <laughs> well, if name a first party title, then name a first party title that was broken buggy with microtransactions filled in it for Sony. I, 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 I didn't say fucking first party I know. title. You, and that's what I'm saying. Words. That's, I'm talking that's, about that's, games that's, in general. That's what I'm saying. Games in general. That's what I'm saying. It's not I'm a saying showcase. Being... Not a showcase. Yeah. Right. Let's not let's not start picking things and arguments to make things count now. That wasn't a showcase. You had nothing to show. Those games no one cares about. And if they did, they're not coming out anytime soon anyway. So right. insert goldfish brain here. Yes. Right? Nobody cared. Yeah, they, Nobody they, cared. The stuff that they held back, it's it's not done yet. So did they hold it back? No. That's, that's like saying done. the games can't or the games got delayed. If they never announced a release date, then is it delayed? No. The only so way... the, the games that they didn't show, what they showed is what they showed. And what they didn't show does not does not exist, but it just wasn't ready. The only way to stop the madness is for you to write down this card right now. Sony held back June 1st. And then I, every time Sony talks about something, we hold up the card. Did they hold back? Did they talk about the stuff they were going to talk about? No, they didn't. Right? And you forget about the whole hold back thing anyway, because no one gives a shit. That's, but that, that's the whole thing. Gaming used to be you have it, you showed it. If you don't have anything, Nobody cares. Well, shut up and go to work. Well, here, no here's, a cared. here's a thing that really nobody cared about, but they do care about because people, they just say they care about, but obviously that's just a game mode for it. Uh, here is the Last of Us fans. We know many of you have been looking forward to hearing more about our Last of Us multiplayer game. We're incredibly proud of the job and studio has done. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Your passion for our games, it continues to drive us. Naughty dog. Okay. So, so, so basically. The cash, the cash, the cash out of my pocket yeah. sustains you. So they're, they're making a multiplayer for Last of Us. And everyone was like, this is what they were looking forward to, right? They're looking forward to this. And obviously, the people that bought this game, and how many people. I want to know how many people that play bought a single player Last of Us game are multiplayer fans that they're looking forward to. And I know someone's going to be like, "Well, uh, to, uh, to, Tomb Raider's multiplayer, and then there's Uncharted to, uh, multiplayer. This is all going to be the, the same type of stuff, right? I mean, unless they do some groundbreaking stuff, and I'll and, and when we see it, I'll be like, "Hey, it looks pretty good." But other than that, I don't really care about this personally. What about you, Sarge? Do you care about a multiplayer yeah, for the one yeah. of the best? Right, it, it might be canceled, it, but we don't it know. It got canceled. It got canceled. By the way, they talk more about the stuff that they canceled than they do about the stuff that they actually finished and want to promote. Hey, by the way, we're not doing this. Right. Hey, by the way, like you once again, you don't have to say nothing. You just don't say anything, right? Just like Overwatch did. Don't say nothing. Wait till wait till right around you're about to open release something and then say, hey, by the way, we didn't do it. Even though everybody wanted it, we, you know, we didn't do it. You know what? We didn't do it. Hey, all right. Moving on. Overwatch is getting single-player content. 
Hey, all right. That's that's basically what we're talking about now. I I wait for the product to speak for itself. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Do you, do you think really though, Jason, that it's underrated? Like we we've seen single player games put multiplayer game game modes inside there after the fact, right? We we had Mass Effect. I liked Mass Effect. I thought Mass Effect's w- was good, right? Andromeda's uh, multiplayer was good, uh, better than the single player aspect of it. Uh, we we had Uncharted multiplayer, right? We we had those multiplayers. They weren't like groundbreaking smashing through the roof everyone's like uh like esports event here you know what i mean it was just they're just like okay cool it's a multiplayer event i i don't i don't see that happening anytime any different you know for for the the uncharted multiplayer game yeah, but see esports the esports wants to be like football and baseball and hockey Esports is supposed to be a small niche community of people who love video games and we're watching competitive play on whatever game it is See, they, they've tried to overblow it, overblown the whole thing. Like, I'd watch during Halloween, like the month of, the month of October, they should have uh, eSports Friday the 13th or, or all the other Halloween kind of crazy games. Just watch a bunch of people compete against each other for fun. That's right. what it used to be. It used to be for fun. Like, watch Smash Brothers for fun. Like, that's what it was supposed to be. What they do now is... I, I don't. I don't know what's happening. I, right? Do you know what's happening? I don't know what's happening. I just think a game mode like this is is a hot commodity when it first comes out, and it blows out like the like like a, a fart in the wind. It's it just there's so many multiplayer games, and there's so many competitive multiplayer games that any multiplayer game that comes in, right? Like when this game comes out, it's got to compete against all the extraction multiplayer games, all the other battle royale games, all the other multiplayer games that are out there. It'll be I, a I just, fart in the wind. That's what I said. That, it'll be like a it, fart in the wind. It, 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 it'll be a fart in the wind. Okay, and they have to be looking at that, going, uh... yeah. four thousand people will be ecstatic, and the rest of the community will be like, "What are you talking about?" Right. I had fun though. I had fun playing it. Right. Uh, the next story: Sony is being investigated over concerns it's abusing its dominant position in video game console market. <laughs> This is coming from a console giant is facing antitrust pro, uh, pr- uh, problems in <laughs> Romania Competition Council. Okay. In the press release translated and shared in the reset era, the Romanian Competition Council said the Competition Authority has indications that Sony may be abused its dominant position in video game console market, both by selling online video games uh, compatible with the PlayStation console's exclusive through PlayStation Store platform and by prohibiting the sales of the game Activision Code uh, codes video com- capability with PlayStation consoles by competing distributors. Now, the competition body says that these actions would have reduced the purchasing options for PlayStation games, resulting in higher prices for titles on Sony's console. On top of that, the ads that it could discourage Romanian studios from developing video games cap- capable uh Compatible with PlayStation, sorry. As part of the investigation, the Competition Council has carried out its inspections at Sony's office in Europe to gather evidence and information related to the possible anti-competitive behavior. And Sony hasn't issued a statement in response to the investigation, but many players are hopeful that uh, the company would be found to be in breach of competition rules. It could lead to PlayStation games being available for less through Activision codes from third-party sellers. Quote, hey, it's somehow could lead to cheaper PlayStation 5 keys from third-party titles. I'm all for it, says one reset-era user. Now, while at the same time acknowledges that it probably won't amount to much since it would affect the beasts much bigger than Sony's another uh, another writer says. 
The lack of alternatives on platform holders, online stores is a pretty big problem. If we ever get full digital future, this is something that absolutely needs to be addressed uh, in the future. What do you think about this, Sarge? Some, I'm, not uh, thinking of, I'm not thinking about that at all, bro. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the Romanians and why all of a yeah. sudden someone pissed in their Kool-Aid, but I don't, I don't care at all. I, I, first of all, I don't believe that story's real. I, I, where, where, where's that from? Who, where, where that's, where's that article from? It's from Game Radar, <clears throat> and it's from the original articles from Reset Era. Yeah, I, I don't believe that article, honestly. I don't, I don't believe it at all. Like, if, if anything at all were to come out that Sony was abusing anything... It would be front and center immediately because they would they'd be using it as a counter counterpoint for for what's going on right now with Microsoft. The fact that that's even a, the, that someone's actually literally trying to throw shit to the wall, uh, that's hilarious, absolutely completely ridiculous and hilarious that they believe this. Now, if I give you the three percent that it might be true, great. I'll wait for the follow up stories. But that, my friends, is pure Twitter. That's bait. That's yeah. okay. That is that is pure Twitter, right? Yeah, I don't there. I don't know. Like I said, we go over a few of the top stories. We don't doesn't mean we believe all of the stories. The Romanian boys, the Romanians, all, all of a sudden, like what's going oh, on in Romania? I got Ooh. I got another I got another PlayStation one. Hold on, I think I got another PlayStation uh, article as we're while we're here. Um, Romania's Romania's on fire. Another PlayStation one. Marvel. <laughs> oh yeah, this is another PlayStation one. <laughs> You're right, Sarge. So oh, they're, gonna, they're gonna find them ten billion Romanian drachmas. <laughs> U.S. equivalency is thirty dollar fine. So thirty dollar. <laughs> uh, the next story I want to talk about is Marvel's Spider-Man Two lets you switch between Miles Morales and Peter Parker within a single button in the open world. I said when they first announced this, I said. That in the open world, this is this is when they first announced it, uh, one and a half years ago, whatever. When they first, I said you're gonna be playing both characters, and you'll you'll do it like Grand Theft Auto. You know where it went, it went out and then went in to go to the other person yeah. in the map. Same would, thing. Yeah, it'd be something along the lines of that. I said, but through the story, they would have to they would have to bring you in because it, one story is written for Miles Morales and not for Peter Parker. You know what I mean? So here's what it says. It says that. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Peter Parker and the protagonist and the main playable character in the first Spider-Man game, while the spinoff centers around Miles Morales. But in the sequel launching sometime in this fall, you'll be, pl be uh, do plenty of swings around both characters. Uh, suggest that the ability to tap between them so freely is made possible by boosting in the processing power afforded by the PlayStation 5 next-gen hardware. Oh, that's, that's, that's what they're saying. It's going to be... They're going to sell that to you like it's the Ratchet & Clank uh, solid-state drive. Uh, so you can switch characters because of the power of the PlayStation 5. Not because it was just made for one console. <laughs> because it was made for it. Being able to switch the open world so quickly between the two characters is really, really awesome. Uh, I'm assuming they're using the same technology as Ratchet & Clank then. If you could swap back and forth that fast... Because Grand Theft Auto was super slow. It was like, uh, uh... And then, yeah, and then it would move because the game was the game was because the game was barely hanging on, bro. Yeah, the yeah. game was barely hanging on. It says naturally having two main playable characters has speaked to speculation among fans of two players might be able to join up and fight crime in New York together. Insomniac has confirmed that there won't be co-op options in the sequel. So, yeah, I think this is, and they did say in another article that when you go into the story missions and story modes, that if you're, you know. It's open world in the open. It's open up in the open world aspect. Where you can swap between two characters, but when you go into a story, let's say you're using Miles and click on the thing, and and Peter's 
at that main quest, then Peter will show up, and then he does the mission. Well, when you're swinging through the city, because you're swinging through the city, and then he just goes, "My turn," and kicks him out of the screen and uh, just takes over. That would be is a, that like is that that would be a little what, jarring. I think I think you would just swap to wherever he is in the city, right? Do you I think, think he's just going to come in and swing? Miles, because she's just going to just kick him out of the way. Kick him out of the so way. He's like, ah, I got this. So you're going to hit like R2 and like the X button, and he comes in like uh, like Marvel versus Capcom, where you, where you call your tag team partner in. He comes in, he just knocks the other guy out. So if someone hits it so smooth, they just keep fighting off the same the same one. Like I don't I don't know what's going to happen here. I mean, it's so well, smooth. In the, in the old days. In the old days, that's how they would do it. That's how they would do it. I'm sure now to be an elaborate uh, cutscene or something that happens that looks cool for the first five times, and afterwards you're just like, "Can I just switch characters?" Lur- Lurker says you can switch characters. Requires the PlayStation Five. Really? This is the highest tech. Yep. <laughs> My- <laughs> yep. That's yep. what they're selling you. That's what they're selling. That's the line. Yep. That's the sign. Awesome. That it can only. It can only be done. Right, so freely it made possible by the boost in processing power afforded by the PlayStation 5's new gen hardware. Switching characters is not a big deal. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, uh, I mean, I don't how, know how fast how, you how, want to switch characters. How how is this a focus point for this game? I want to know how like, fast how? though. If I'm punching a if I'm punching a bad guy, can I switch characters? Like you said, and all of a sudden Peter comes in and kicks that guy instantaneously, comes out of nowhere, and then you do it again instantaneously, and then Miles Morales comes back in, like. I see a lot of, I, I see a lot of Twitter on this game as far as people messing with this. If it's so smooth and so I, quick, I got a question. I got a question for all you, all you uh, PlayStation fans and Spider-Man fans. What what villain bosses are you fighting inside this game? I mean, you, you fought, I think, almost all of them in the last two, right? You so, had Vulture. You had you had Kingpin. It's, 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 it's had, Spider-Man too. Yeah. Oh, so who, who are you fighting? Who are you fighting in this game? Well, we 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 saw the footage from last week, so. You, you got Connors, right? So you're going against Lizard. You're going against, I would assume, Craven. Craven's in there, right? He's the main protagonist okay. or whatever. I would assume okay. other guys are going to be in there. You know what I mean? Like there, there has well, to not be the same guys, but not the same guys that you've already fought. Sure, they they break out of jail. That's all you have to do in 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 the story. Oh no, Craven broke out of them out of jail. Now all the criminals are sporadically around the city. Yeah, of course, you can just fight the same okay. guys again. Uh, Rhino, did you fight Rhino in the first? Rhino, one? Rhino, you fought in the in the second yeah. game, yeah. Sandman in the uh, Miles Morales, yeah. Did, did you fight Sandman? Uh, Sandman, you did fight, yeah. Yeah. Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. Uh, Green Goblin or Hobgoblin? I don't remember, guys. It's been a while. Do you? Oh, Venom's in the game. Venom's likely, yes, yeah. in the game yeah. as well. Green yeah. Goblin, Green Goblin, or Hobgoblin? I don't remember if you, this right. is bad. This is bad. It, I, yeah. I I yeah. remember Miles Morales. You fight your uncle. What about Carnage? Carnage might be in it. I think. Oh, I don't think they would put Carnage in it. No. No. They would have to change the rating. They put Carnage in it. What about Doctor Octopus? Doc Ock, you fought, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you you fought a lot of guys. Vulture was in it. Um, well, I would think. My my point is, I you would think that you would, but the whole idea is, if you're doing story purposes. How do you introduce the story to where guys are coming in and then you're fighting them? It's not just, oh, look, it's Lizard Man. Oh, that's right, Jason. They're not in this universe yet. Right, right, right. Yes, you're correct. Switching characters immediately, just like how they, they show us uh, Peter's on the on the park, New York, and Miles is on the other side. Yeah, I don't, I don't see, like, 
I don't think it's going to be like instantaneous, like hitting each other. I, I mean, that'd be hilarious if Sarge is correct there. Sort of called it. You'll be fighting Peter with, with the symbiote. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, Lurker. That that's my that's my ability. That's my. I I didn't get to like shoot lightning out of my head or anything like that. I can I know plot points and how games are going to be done before I even see them. Yeah, it's exactly what's going to happen. But yeah, so that's my special ability. I think we have another one more PlayStation story here, uh, and then we can quest. Quest. No, we're good there. All right, let's move on. Uh. Game I want to talk about real fast, Sarge. Since we, we talked about the Starship Troopers, this game is coming out. It's called Exoprimal. It says uh, from Game Rant, it says Exoprimal has a chance to soar where Redfall stumbled. I don't know why they're comparing this to Redfall, but when you look at this game, this is like a second extinction uh, Starship Troopers. There's just thousands of dinosaurs that hurl at you, and you can fight. And you're using you're using guys that look like uh, Anthem like soldiers, right? It's pretty interesting. So it's the PvPVE co-op shooter featuring heroes with mech suits attempting to thrall the uh, interdimensional invasion of dinosaurs. Initial imp uh, impressions of the title have been strong regarding the PvE side. Okay, Capcom recently announced that the players will have the ability to completely skip the final PvP focus phase of each mission when the game launches in July, as you can now. He played, uh, you played as a purely PvE co-op experience, and it confirmed as a day one game, uh, game Pass title. Oh, cool. Game Pass. Okay. Has a chance to shine on Microsoft servers where Arcane Studios' Redfall fell short. So that's where they're comparing it for Game Pass. Now, live service co-op titles tend to be perfect fit for Game Pass service, as many had hope that Redfall was going to be satisfying entire. Now, the genre uh, re-upped their Game Pass subscription after what they can describe as disappointing launch of the uh, technical issues of the game lacking in Redfall. Now, Stumbling on the Gate has a uh, long road ahead, and the live service titles, the contrast, Exo Primo, uh, oh, my wife just brought me a coffee. Win for me. Uh, action experience of the recent open beta left players with the impression that fighting dinosaurs in mech suits is just fun as it sounds, right? So it does look fun. Like, I watched this, and it does look fun. But again, when you have a game like Starship Troopers, you have a game like what was the Alien game again, guys? What was it? You said it in uh, in in chat earlier. It was Alien. Uh, what was it? Was it? I mean, it it I, does seem that way. DTM, right? So, but my question is, Sarge, with a game like this, with a game like Starship Troopers, I think the appeal for Starship Troopers is because it's twenty five year old. IP and people liked Starship Troopers, right? With an IP that's brand new, like Exo Primal, and it's doing this horde mode, PvE, co-op, PvP, there's a whole bunch of different things in here. What do you think the legs are on something like this, especially with Game Pass? You know, you know what I mean? Like, does this the have... Kids, Capcom's been making are, pretty good games of recently, so... That's fine. The kids are going to like it. It'll find a small audience. Six months. And then no one, no one will team, talk that's about it, it again. Yeah. And then no one will talk about it again. Right? Exo thing will get six months, and that's it. And you, you think six months, it. and then it just <laughs> it'll fall off the face of the earth? Six, six months, you'll hear about it. And then after that, you will never hear about it again, but it will have its community. See, I think a game like this it's is really kids. fun. It's, it's for kids. It's for kids. Well, I don't even think it's for... Well, yeah, you're saying it's kids because of dinosaurs, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's correct. Right, the rest I, of us are living over here in military sim world. 
Dinosaurs not really on the menu. Yes, it's yeah, for little kids. I think someone said, Jason, that this actually takes place in the same universe as Dino Crisis. I believe, if 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 I'm mistaken, did Jesse? Did Jesse? That, did you tell is, me that? Is, is that an actual statement? I think it is. The yeah. same universe, the same universe as yeah. Dino Crisis. Universes, yeah, you could thank Marvel for that for the universe thing. Um, I think this game. I didn't play it myself yet. People that played it said it's actually pretty fun. Um, you can it actually sure be a, you can actually be a dinosaur in this. I think this is stupid fun. Like I would love to play this with you and like Brain or or Sean or anybody that wants to play. I think this would be a good time. Now, games like this, games like Back for Blood, okay, Back for Blood, less than two years, gone, right? Zombies, right? Are we talking same, about it anymore? Same, same type of is game. Is anybody talking about it? Right, same type of game. If they don't update this, if they don't constantly give it more, like you got to feed the beast. Right with games like this, games like Starship Troopers, games like that. If you don't constantly feed the beast, right? Give me more, more content to do, more areas, more missions, more stuff. It's done. This is just like a fighting game. If if you don't keep feeding fighters to the fighting game, it gets boring, it gets dull, and people move on. Right. So I hope that this game can make it through the the area because it, it seems like there's a lot of pve games coming out right now as far as group right with alien uh with exo primal with starship troopers with back for blood uh, there, there's a, there's a bunch of them but you know so hopefully they can make it out of that there's a whole bunch of other ones coming out as well i can't think of them off the top of my head hell 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 jumpers that that's another one that's coming out so we'll see we'll see what happens uh with Exo Primal, what do you guys think? Did you guys get to play Exo Primal? And if you liked Exo Primal, let me know what you guys think in the comment section down below or in the chat live chat right now. Uh, Battlefield twenty forty two. I don't have the the sound effects. Maybe I do. Hold on. Do I do I have the sound effects for? Uh... Oh, I do. We're, we're, it's oh, it's not hooked up. Oh well, we have to we we'll to fix that later. I have the Battlefield sound effect, but um. So Battlefield 2042 Season 5, New Dawn, adds new map, weapons, and gadgets coming in. Uh, coming in. So Battlefield 2042 Season 5, titled New Dawn, has been revealed by Electronic Arts and EA DICE. In the new season online multiplayer game, we'll see addition of new maps named Reclaimed to Battlefield 2042 based around the abandoned, uh, abandoned, um, uh, abandoned state. Uh, so... While Battlefield 2042 is rocky launch when it arrived in 2021, EA DICE has done substantial work on the game since then. Four seasons content has seen been delivered. All Battlefield 2042 launch maps have been reworked. The last one is Hourglass, which is coming out the next, the next update. And the class system has brought back into Season 3. A significant number of maps, weapons, vehicles, and more have been added and that they unlock simply by playing Battlefield 2042. Of today's, it's completely different from when it launched and EA DICE continues to make efforts with Season 5. Now, the largest addition to Season 5 Battlefield 2042 in the game is the new uh, wintry map reclaimed. Players will travel to the industry facility and battle over the secret train route. Locations within the reclaimed uh, conclude the crash site, derailed train, where vehicular combat reigns, landing zones, which focus on close combat, abandoned turbine, military warehouse, silos, bunkers, central room, where intense up-close battles will take place. The one thing I don't like about it, this, Sarge, with this update, is that since they fixed the maps, because, and again, the reason they fixed the maps is because the yeah, maps... When you, when you say fix the maps, you mean add cover? Well, add cover, and basically because no... Because they made the maps shitty in the beginning... 
people hated the maps, people hated the game, so people stopped playing the game. So to fix the maps, they shrunk the maps down because less people were playing the game, right? So I'm a little upset that they made the maps small. They're still big, don't get me wrong, but they're smaller, okay, because of thus people were playing and they, they focused on it more, right? Fate Walker came in the other day and said probably because they have less people working on the game now, and that's why they can make, they had to make the game smaller, which is probably right. Um, so, but they they make they make the game uh, they fix the game, but at the same time they made they 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 sacrificed some things to make the game back to what it was. So reclaim isn't the only new addition to Battlefield twenty forty two. There's three new weapons: the uh, XCE bar, the GEW forty six, and the BFP uh, fifty. We'll also add a season five GEW forty six, especially. Exciting since they inspired by the fan favorite gun from Battlefield 4. And the new gadgets are also in works with the spring grenade, anti-tank grenade, and the mine grenade, uh, mini grenade uh, planted for this season. So there was a mini grenade in Battlefield 4, so I don't know what they're talking about. Well, Battlefield 3. Right, but they're bringing those now into this game. Oh, you mean you're bringing back something yes. that you already had? Yes. Okay. Correct. So I'm. So, am I? Am I supposed to be excited? You're by supposed that? to be excited about this, Sarge. Am I? Am I supposed to be excited well, by you, that? Okay. You specifically are not supposed to be excited, but people. No. No. Are going to be excited no, about this because we're still working backwards from a battlefield game turned into a COD game turned into something else, then trying to make it back into a battlefield game, and wanting credit, and then wanting credit yeah. for making a battlefield game. I don't yeah, care. I'm not giving them credit. I'm excited though that the game is actually back to well after this update comes out, it's back to zero where Battlefield should have been at launch. E e Never mind. Look, I'm looking at this. I didn't pay any money for it. It's on Game Pass. It's on EA Play. It's part of it, right? I didn't give I them. It. I didn't give them one cent for this game. As a Battlefield fan, I'm happy that Battlefield is becoming Battlefield again, right? Yes. It could be like Hardline. Yes. You, you see what I'm saying? Like Don't I'm say happy that. that Battlefield is getting back to Battlefield, where they they went off rails completely. They made it into some like Overwatch, Apex Legend type of thing with the with the heroes, and the heroes are still in the game, but they went back to the old school classes it went back to what battlefield is known for and that's the identity of battlefield squad based so i'm excited and happy that they're getting it back to what it was but i'm not happy because they fucked it up in the beginning to get it where it was because 19 months of development they could have put towards making battlefield better than making battlefield back to battlefield do you see what i'm saying of course which means that the game was not ready to be released the COVID year slowed the process down. We understand that. And all you had to do was not release the game and wait until now to release the game. Yeah. And well, you wouldn't have had all this you wouldn't have all this other problems going on right now that no one gives a shit about your game. <clears throat> well, Krebsy's saying it lost my attention once you released Broken. Jason's saying Battlefield is dead to me. A lot of people are done yeah, with but, it because they they, so, they so, feel betrayed. So you, so you fix the game, right? You're yeah. you're you have it in a sweet spot now. You fix the game. Let's say, let's say it's roses and honey, okay? And then next year in summer, the no battlefield game comes out. Right. So why did you so why did you spend the time trying to fix something that was so torrentially broken when the next game is soon to follow? Right? Are you are, are they that desperate for those people to come in to spend that little bit of money in there? Or is it just the fact that they have nothing else to put those people on, which you know they do? No. There's always room, there's always no. place to put these people to work it's, on a game. It's one hundred percent to get the fan base back on their on on, on in good in good standings. You'll do that by releasing a better game. I understand a that game, a new game, not but the they, current but, game. But leading up to it, they're like, because obviously you, there can't be a full fucking team working on this. They're, they're moved on to the next game. 
right? They Absolutely. Have, they, they have a smaller team making the stuff that's uh, on this. So they they have to work on getting, it's like an obligation. It's an obligation. We screwed up so bad and we lost the player base that we had. We have to get them back. So how do we do that? Well, we can make the next game and we can fix this game. Now, going in the future, the next Battlefield game, if it comes out next year, if it comes out two years from now, they can't screw this up again. But of course, they will because they did it to Battlefield 5. They did it to Battlefield 2042. So why won't they do it to the next one? We've come a long way from the days where a clan of people that we used to hang with played Battlefield every day, almost for, every day. For three years. For three years. For three years. For three years. And now you can't get people to play the game for more than a couple hours at all for the month because it's, it's a small care. it's a small group of community in the in the in the grander yeah. scheme of what it used to be. Listen, they and they, they and then, let me make it clear: Battlefield has never been as popular as Call of Duty. So we're not talking about thirty million people playing. We're talking about uh, five thousand. We're talking about hundred thousand being able to toll across the across the board, right? Yeah, but it was it was supposed to be an every game every year rampage type of thing. That's what that's what Call of Duty turned into. But Call of Duty's essence also starts to falter because when you look at it, the maps are kind of cool, but it's still broken down into the same thing. There's three lanes, who controls the lanes, and that's it. No matter how the map is laid out or how cool it looks, if it's elevated or not elevated, the game is still based around the principles of three lanes and control, and there's never any strong points on the map. Everything's always pass-throughs and open-throughs, so there's you can always be shot in the back. There's no place to actually set up to like defend a location for, for whatever purpose. It's just run and gun. Whereas Battlefield is supposed to be a more <clears throat> military team shooter. And by the way, telling me that to use vehicles in Battlefield is not an advertisement. Battlefield is supposed to be combined arms. They advertised it like it was something new. Like they talked about combined arms like there was something like fascinating. Like right. Battlefield is combined arms. That's the whole point of the game, right? You get to a location if the location's got a, is a hard point that has tanks or something in there, you need to have your own tanks or planes or helicopters to combat what's there. That was the whole point of the game, right? If you only took over a point in Battlefield with just infantry, you would be destroyed. Yeah. But this is where we are. Well, speaking of destroying things, anyone watch John Wick? Anyone? I, I finally watched all of them. I've, I've, I've caught up. I've, I watched four when it came out in theaters. So they're thinking about Sarge making a John Wick video game. Okay. So from comic book, uh, from comic book uh, uh, outlet, comic book, sorry. Uh, John Wick 5, Lion Gate boss, confirms early development of 5, and then he also says that Chapter 4 catapulted in theaters earlier this year, leaving the action franchise on some unique footing. Now, we're now moving across the franchise, not just in AAA video game space, but looking at what regular uh, cadence of spinoffs, television, and really growing the universe to what they... See, that goddamn universe thing, right? It's that universe, goddamn you, Marvel. Uh, cadence of franchise that also clear appetite of the audience. Now... My my question for you, Sarge, they're making a triple A video game. Did you see the game? I know you didn't play it, Sifu, that came out, that 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 uh fighting game that came out, the really hard fighting game that came out. Someone did a mod of John Wick in that game, and it, it's really badass, right? It's 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 a lot of fun when you do that mod. What type and chat this this question is for you as well. What type of game would you like to see John Wick be? Now, what I mean by that is I'm not asking if it's a real-time strategy game or anything like that. What I'm saying is, is it just a straight-up brawler, like a Sifu type of game? 
Or do you make it like an Assassin's Creed type of open world game where just badass like hand-to-hand combat? Or do you just make it a fighting game? I don't I think there's gonna be an issue with this one because because I don't think they're gonna have the chops to make the game into what it's supposed to be. The game would have to come out with a new. They actually have a John Wick XCOM game. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Go ahead. They would. They would. I don't think they have the chops to make this game the way it's supposed to be. I think they're going to just try to slap a game together and put John Wick on it to try to sell copies. Oh, I hope they don't do that. Yes, they will because the way the way to make this game, this would have to be done in a very particular way, like something around like the Batman combat system where you have gunplay and moves and you'd have to figure them out as you played the game. It wasn't, it's not that you'd be automatically a badass, but you'd be able to figure out the combination moves that you can do. And so by like 10 or 15 hours in, you start doing the moves like John Wick would be doing. I'm like, because you know what button combinations right. to put, it'd almost be like a fighting game type of thing where you know the memorization of the move combinations, but it would be an action RPG. Right. Yeah, I, I, be a, <clears throat> I hope they don't cash in. I hope they don't cash in to like uh, uh, the spinoff of the movie. You know what I mean? Where they used to make those shitty games based on the movie. I hope they don't That's do what, something like yeah. that. It, it's if it's done correctly, it could be a very very cool game. But I don't think they have the chops to make a game like that because the combat system would have to be everything in that game. Yeah, T says hotline hotline Miami type. That's actually not a bad uh, example of what it could be. That's not a bad yeah. one. Yeah, Hitman game, extra steps. Hitman would be the tip of the iceberg, though, Krebsy. The, the move sets that you'd have to pull off in hand-to-hand combat. you got to really, really get that good. The programming involved in this game would have to be very, very meticulous. Yeah. I don't think it's just something you could just bang out yeah. like you're just trying to make another game. Brain brain, and DTM say just make it a Max Payne-style game. Yeah, Jason, you, got, you have the right idea. No HUD, right? You got to count both. Yeah, exactly. It, okay, so here's the here's a good example there, Jason. That's a good point. It would almost be like Dark Souls, but modern day. But you have a gun, hand to hand combat, and a gun. You're basically yeah. You're basically doing Dark Souls. That's what John Wick game would have uh, to be. That, that okay. Now that would be actually pretty cool, like a Dark Souls type of game. But you're John Wick, and and what uh, becoming John, right? Like becoming John. That's actually a really good statement there, right? Salty says, show us John becoming John. So it's like an early, it's a, it's a prequel to what we see him in. See, I think that's good. If you could do, if you could do a game that takes place prequel to what we saw in John Wick 1, right? That would be interesting. But you're right, Sarge. They have to nail the combat. The, com- the combat. combat. You have to nail the and combat and the gunplay. They're, they're shooting involved, but the, the thing is close combat. It's how do I punch and then use a gun and then do moves? I'm doing like it's yeah. gun foo. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. You think you think they're going to bang out a John Wick game and it's going to be good? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah. At, at the very least, at the very least, it'll be a voxel based game with good fighting with like that the other game that we saw from last year's. I mean, uh, what, what was that? That wasn't Sifu, was it? Where that that crazy hand to hand combat game inside? Yeah, that the was Sifu. That was Sifu. You're, you're here. I'll, 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 I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. <laughs> yeah, C- Sifu. Uh, I'll, I'll even I'll even put the John Wick mod on there for you, Sarge, so we can. Right. This is this is this is Sifu. Right, Jason. It's hard with, with the John Wick mod on it. Okay. This this is what you need. 
This this is the game right here. Here, let me let me let me get into the the combat style. Right? You need you need a game. Obviously, I don't even think you make it super hyper hyper realistic. I mean, like an well, art style this like is, this. This is this is decent. This is like the beginnings of what the game would have to be. Right? Except he's gonna have to have a gun in his hand. Yeah, right. You got to put the gunplay in this. Like this, this, this would be badass. I mean, this is but badass. If you, just playing this, there, there, there would have to be some more uh, uh, grapple moves. But yeah, this is this is this is the basics of it for sure. <laughs> Duplicis. This is the guy from Fortnite. Yeah, this is the guy from Fortnite. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is good with the camera angle switches. Yeah. It would have to be like this, but like way better. This is a great game, by the way. Yeah, this is a but fun have, game. What, they have a but to pull off John Wick? Come on, man. You yeah. guys you guys know what we're talking about. We're not we're not trying to say it's impossible, but come on, man. If you're making John Wick the game, do you know okay? It would now my brain's going. It would have to be like Hitman. And Dark Souls together with Sifu combat, like that's a John Wick game. Yeah, and and Hitman. You have to Dark have Souls, Sifu, and you have There's to have like Jason's saying, you have to have environmental interactivity, right? Like interactivity, and he's got to be able to pick up anything he sees and use it as a weapon. You, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and you, and you get to go to the Continental, pick up some missions, get some new clothes, different armor types for different missions. Like it would be a whole thing. Oh yeah. It would be a whole thing that I'm how excited. big the game would be, man. I'm I'm, I'm excited about this now. Too bad it, it won't happen. <laughs> no shot. <laughs> no shot. No shot. For, for them to advertise the game, they have to do this. Live to be Like that's like yeah. Then was that supposed to be like me? We we could barely hear you whatever you just did there, but I I appreciate the the effort. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about since we're talking about John Wick, a fun game, right? Sarge, name a name a wrestling game that you had a blast with back in twenty years what year? ago. What what it doesn't matter any any wrestling game. It could be it could be superstar wrestling. It could be it, it could be. I'm I, I'm looking for one answer though. I'm looking for one answer from you. Well. All right, so it have to be the N64 days. Yeah, so N64. NWO versus, NWO versus WCW or something right. like that. That's right. Yeah. With Paco Loco. Paco Loco. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the pinnacle of, right? So there's a game coming out. It's AEW. We, we, we've, 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 shown it, we've shown it up a little bit uh, on, this, on this platform. This is AEW. This is a, this is a, uh, a pillar match here, okay? Now, there's going to be 10 different game modes in this, okay? There's going to be a bunch of different game modes. Uh, someone in chat yesterday said that there's supposed to be a 28-man online, like, Battle Royale mode as well in this. Now, this is from THQ Nordic. These are the same people that did make that WCW uh, NWO game back in the day, Sarge. So, this just looks like stupid fun, right? This just looks like a good old time. It's sped up. It's definitely sped up. It's well, faster than hold, that game hold, was. Hold on a second. It might be sped up. No, okay. Um, no, I mean, the game is faster. Like, the pace of the game is faster. Can I show the cartridge? I don't think I have it. Charge might have it. Hold on. Let me. Hold on. I might, I might have a cartridge to show you. Hold on. Speak, speak a little bit, Sarge. 
I don't, I don't think he has the cartridge. I think it's it's in the in the in the giant game crate that I have already. He might have it. <clears throat> but wrestling games. All right, who remembers the last wrestling game that was released and how what a travesty it yeah, was? Yeah, he he <laughs> has the cartridge, but I do have a cartridge. I have that's the that's the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that, I remember that, that one. That's WWF. Okay, that's WWF Royal Rumble on the. Uh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, on the on the Super NES, right? Yeah, he, Sarge has got the uh, the N sixty four stuff. Yeah, like that game. I, I made a guy called I made a guy called Jimmy the Finger. Yeah, J- Jimmy the Finger. We made the we oh, made the mob it, stuff. Yeah, it, right. We made we made him a bunch of mobsters and yeah. He would do this right before the, a special the move. Intros, the intros that you could make and stuff. You could do all that in this. You can customize your characters in this. You can make the intros, the music, all the stuff. This game looks fun. It comes out the end of this uh, at the end of this year or end of this year, end of this month. Uh, in June. So if you pre-order, if you pre-order Sarge, you can get uh, the first the first pre-order. You can only get this wrestler um, if you pre-order. So TH New, uh, Nordic has announced the pre-order bonus of the wrestler will be added to as part of the AEW Fight Forever. Uh, fans have eagerly awaited for AEW Fight Forever since they announced it in December of 2020. Uh, developer Ukes uh, has been working on the wrestling company to bring the old school wrestling game to PC and modern consoles and is set to release uh, fight forever in June 29th and the full roster has not been confirmed just yet but there's a lot of wrestlers that were in WWE WWF that, and they moved them over to AEW because they were retired and they whatever uh, but they put them in the game I believe Brett the Hitman Hart and stuff is going to be in there as well um, uh, also confirmed for a brawler uh, in the video posted above AEW games account, uh, the company unveiled various AEW's fight uh, forever bonus with the help of Matt Hardy so Matt Hardy is the character that you can get. Players who choose to pre-order any of the versions of the game will gain access to Matt Hardy pack that features a regular Hardy and his alternate broken Matt Hardy persona. And the first season pass is split into three packs and will unlock two wrestlers as well as four additional mini games. Uh, the FTR reveal pack will feature Way a Dax Dax Harwood Cash Wheeler plus mini games. Join uh, join us and Death Race X. I don't know what these are because I've never watched this wrestling. Uh, this limitless uh, bunny bundle will continue with Bunny the Bunny and Keith Lee, and the mini games are MJF, Car Thrash, and Sloth Sling, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, oh, rounding out the pass is the um, very handsome, very evil pack, which features a popular entertainer, a hook, and Don Hanas. Uh, is that how you pronounce that? Dan, oh, Dan Hanas. Uh, folks also have an opinion of purchasing the pass separately or as part of the AEW Fight Forever Elite Edition. Uh, this bundle is the first uh, the first season pass, and Matt Hardy pre-order bonus will early access the game starting on June 28th. Dedicated fans will also no doubt be excited to jump into the virtual ring with the likes of MJF and the Young Bucks, especially with the numerous modes uh, that are set to feature uh, in Fight Forever. Uh, let's see here. Regards to the games, finally able to get your hands on the game. So this could be the game you're asking, but see, now they have a whole bunch of battle pass or game pass, season pass, whatever the fuck it is. Right, so they, they they kind of tainted it a little bit for me there after being excited it, about seeing this. Of course it does. Of course right. it does. But at the same time, the the games like this are fun. But it it's got to have the other stuff, like the hidden stuff, which was like if you picked a guy and the other guy was fighting, and like we had to do the tag team match, 
and then he was supposed to win, you could pick who the guy's nemesis was, whatever. And so sometimes he would come running down the down ring, the, down the ring, right? yeah. and like cause a problem, like knock out the ref, and then you would lose the match. Like you could actually program the game to do that. Like that kind of cool stuff in the game is you know, that stuff has to be there. Like you, have to, you remember the N sixty four game. That's the pace was slow, right? Guys moved around and stuff, but it wasn't as quick as this was, right? Right. Uh, I I probably if it. I'll probably try it. If it's on Game Pass or something, I'll try it. It's not it, on Game Pass. I, it's a full full fledged game, full price game. I know, seventy dollar game, but who's gonna play it with you? Like that's just my point. Like who's gonna play it? Is it online Royal Rumble? Do we get to be I'm sorry, I, it, it says casino style Royal Rumble, I, whatever that means. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. It comes out June 29th. I'm gonna wait for some reviews. I'm gonna see some gameplay of it. I might pick it up. It might it might I mean, see a game. Whoever even played that other wrestling game that, that third party guy came out with we, we haven't played that game. Oh you forgot no! About that guy. No, you I forgot about that guy altogether. I played it. Did you? Yeah, I, I played it on on stream. I bought it and and I played off stream every once in a while. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's actually it's actually a pretty cool game. It's 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 an old art arcade style. It's the it's the it, old. It's it's done like the the wrestling one. The with WrestleMania the Ultimate War or the, yeah. Yeah, the WrestleMania one. The WrestleMania. Yeah. So, you, but you gotta have you gotta have the cool stuff in it. You gotta have like the ladder matches, the scaffold matches, the battle royals, royal rumbles. You gotta have all that kind yeah, of crazy yeah. stuff. You gotta be able to you gotta be able to knock out the ref. You gotta be able to throw chairs. You gotta be able to get the hidden weapon. Like you have to have all the stuff. You have I, to have all I, the stuff. I think it would be another great game to play for member stream and just make the characters, make make the people and have us fight each other just npc on npc no one no one can manipulate anything and just just straight up well shout cast it what one thing's for sure this game blows the other wrestling game away that released last year was it last oh, year or two WWE years ago 2021 and 2022 oh were just they oh were my awful. god just trash they didn't care they didn't even care they when you don't have when you don't game. have competition you can do whatever you want right, well, yep. well that's that's a fact that's a fact. If you don't have competition, you'll do what you want. That's a fact. Well, speaking of doing whatever you want, let's talk about the next story, Sarge, which is they're coming for your jobs. NVIDIA's new AI is coming for absolutely every gaming job. We, we showed this on my stream, I think it was yesterday. Uh, so what NVIDIA has done, you see a little picture here of this guy. This is a AI is coming, okay, to the game where the, it's, it's, it's able to, you're able to speak to it and it reacts to you based on the, all the information they put into it. So you can just have a casual conversation with the NPCs in the game as they're giving you quests and you have emotion and stuff like this. Now, people yesterday said, when, when I showed this, they're like, well, it sounds very robotic. It sounds very robotic. I want to I I show you something, Sarge. This is, this is a voice. I don't know how loud it's going to be, guys. Okay, here's The Rock. This is not The Rock, but this is AI of The Rock. Okay, are you ready? With play dot ht you can clone your own voice have an identical replica of it play leverages the latest generative media techniques to create the okay now we're not sponsored by this in any way shape or form i literally typed in voice ai thing and this would happen oh you want obama play.ht you can clone your own voice and have an identical replica of it play leverages the latest generative media techniques to create the highest quality version of your voice all right or how about how about Tom Hanks. The great thing about Play.ht is that you can clone your own voice or use existing high-quality voices. All right. How about, how about Joe Rogan? 
with play.ht. You he can sounds clone a little bit. your own voice and have an identical replica of it. Play leverages the latest generative media. How about awkward Elon Musk? With play.ht, you can own your own voice and have an identical replica of it. Play leverages the latest generative media techniques to create the highest quality version of your voice. Okay, I'm giving you those examples, right? Because yesterday when we showed this video of this character talking, they're like, ah, it, it, it sounds like it's robotic, right? That's day one. That's day one of them trying something out. And I, I, I bring this up. I bring this up because just a couple of weeks ago, I said exponentially, this is going to get in. And we showed a mod that someone was working on for Skyrim that was text-based for ChatGPT and then was he's inserting it into thing and it sounded like ChatGPT, okay? And then there was also another, uh, someone said it in chat the other day, there's a, a guy creating a video game, it's a, a space game, that he's also using AI technology. And I said, this is going to happen within the next year. Exponentially happen faster and faster. And in the article, they actually say that it's going to happen, it's already in games this year. Already going to be in games this year. Now, obviously, they might not be like AAA blockbuster types of games. But so while the focus on AI's insurgence into gaming space has perhaps so far been mostly the effects for artists, it's writers who also should already have the most of, to fear. Areas like NPC dialogue, the quest text in games will often be AI written in the near future. Despite the potential fury of the protests, while well, some of them come to awake, already happening. It will appear in games recently as soon as this year. But NVIDIA revealed last week to suggest that the conquest of, uh, could put far further reaches than, uh, than we already realized. Not me. I already realized this. Okay. So soon, also replacing voice actors, animators, lighting, teams, and a lot more. Okay. They had this scene that they showed, Sarge, that took them weeks to render. Weeks to render. Okay. And they said five years ago they got it down to hours. And now they can do it within seconds. Okay. The the guy that NVIDIA was talking about, he said that we're on the precipice of what computers would upgrade every five years, basically. All right. As far you're as talking the, about, you're, talking about the, you're talking about the CEO of the NVIDIA. Yes. Who you're talking he about. was talking about how Every five years, they would hit the, the point of where they had to evaluate, you know, evaluate and then expand. He says that's gone. He's making a, a way where it's constantly exponentially going to get faster and faster and faster. And they're making the changes now. Right. He's talk he was talking about server spaces, but we're talking about AI in video games. Right. The AI in video games with the text that's already going to be in inside games now. And then the AI that makes the scenes for you, the precision generated scenes, they partnered up with Epic Games uh, and, and did with the Epic Unreal Engine. They've done certain things. The video game space, right, as, as what this did for photographers, like I said a couple of weeks ago, for photographers, for videographers, for all this stuff, is in the pocket of your hand, right? There's, there's channels and movies and commercials filmed with just your cell phone in your pocket, where years ago, I've been out of the industry for seven, almost eight years, okay? And in that time frame, we went from cameras that were the size of a television set to the DSLRs to now what's in your pocket of your, of your cell phone, right? Like, I showed this earlier. This camera right here, okay, was a $3,000 camera, okay, at the time. This is an eight-year-old camera. This does 4K back then. Here's my cell phone, which... I get every year or every two years for $1,000, whatever it is, that does 4K, high-speed film. I can directly into 
I, I can change everything I want that I, that I could do with this. I get lenses for this and put it on the thing, right? Exponentially faster now, right? Exponentially faster. With software, it's even faster, right? And then with these, with these writers in strike for, the, for, the, for Hollywood right now, which could last till the end of the year, which is going to be devastating for Hollywood, okay? But with the, with the, with the AI, what's doing for the right, script writing and the AI that they're using for the lighting and the scenes and the procedurally generated stuff, man, these companies are going to make buku bucks because you know why, Sarge? Well, you know why. Go ahead and, and, and say why. Well, let's, let's say, for instance, the gaming, let's say a mid-sized studio for uh, a game company has like maybe two or 300 people, just to say, right? <clears throat> I know the smaller ones have like 50 right. to 150. Let the mid-sized ones like 200 people, 300 people. So let's say now the AI, they get the AI to work in different areas of the process. And now we no longer need 200 to 300 people for this. We only need 80 people. We're still charging the same for the game. Right. And we're still going to sell so many copies. How much more money can we make? Now, of course, I won't be, I won't be completely being ass about it. And of course, maybe the pay rate will go up a little bit for the developers that still have their jobs. However, I still believe that the good part about this is that if AI starts to take over jobs where studios don't need as many people, what we might actually have is a small renaissance of gaming because then smaller companies can be formed and use AI and have a smaller studio and still make class A games and there would be more competition, right? That would be a good thing, not what's like what's happening now. The problem is, is with AI, and data surveys and whatever else, it's one step closer to Ready Player One and everybody's being tagged and bagged on what you like, don't like, what we're going to show you, what we're going to let you hear. And so I'm trying, to remain, I'm trying to be positive about it. I'm looking forward to having more studios, not, not companies buying up everybody and lumping them together and trying to pump out Battle Pass games and with microtransactions every year. I'm hoping that smaller studios will have the... Uh, finances available to make better games and competition can come back because that's really what we need. Right. We need there, we need there to be competition where if your quality, if your the quality of the product isn't good, you go away. That's basically what needs to happen again. Yeah. It, it's going to be very interesting in the next couple of years. Cause this is not going to happen in the next five years. Right. No, this, is, great, this is yeah. Great. Less, less than that. Probably 18, uh, the first beginnings will be 18 months, almost two years from now, but three years, we'll start to see it for sure. Right. And, and by the way, the whole, the whole premise of you trying to be made feel guilty that if you don't buy a game that they fire people, the, these news articles that come out, like, cause you didn't buy a game that there's layoffs at Activision or there's layoffs at Microsoft or there's layoffs at Ubisoft or whatever they try to make you feel bad about that you, that you didn't buy the game. So now we had to fire people. Let's, Let's just remove that from the conversation because we already know that when a game sells amazing and, and, and sells tens of millions of copies, they still fire those people because the game is over and they have to let them go. Right. It's the same. It's the same. So let's not pretend because you didn't buy a, a game that, that people got fired. If the game is crap, don't buy it, Right. If anyone's complaining about a game being crappy, don't buy it, right? The world changes very quickly 
when you don't buy a product, just ask Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you don't buy a product, things move rapidly. If you're going to complain about a game and you buy it, the complaint is no longer valid. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to that the the article real real quick. But real quick, uh, David Rose, I just want to make a comment. Uh, you said you actually got it for thirty nine dollars. It's not seventy dollars. I don't think I said seventy dollars. I said for sixty dollars because I know it's on PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, X. Uh, right now, AEW. Just so you don't think I'm crazy, it's uh right there. It says fifty nine ninety nine. So it is sixty dollars for the next gen console. So I don't know what system you bought it on. If you bought it on 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 PC or if you bought it on the old gen consoles, I'm not too sure. But that's that's what's showing up on my on my thing. So it's a full price sixty dollar game, um, not a full price seventy dollar game yeah so just making sure i don't want to be mis misquoted uh i just said it was a full price so i didn't think it was like 40 dollars, but i could be wrong we were wrong uh the next story i want to talk about is redfall okay we talked about redfall because jason schreier well the reason we're bringing this up because jason schreier did a did an article on it okay uh so game ram taking the 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 multi-down version of from Bloomberg. So many Redfall devs wanted Microsoft to cancel the game, right? And I think this is this is pretty funny, right? Because this proves my point that when I didn't know any of this by Jason Schreier and just by how business works and how people said certain things, I said that upper management across the board was to blame for Redfall, right? I said Arcane's upper management to Bethesda, to Zenimax, and then to Xbox. Xbox, once they bought them, uh, were hands off, right? And so, let me read this a little bit to you. It says a new report. New report reveals that many developers working on Redfall wanted Microsoft to cancel the game before it released. Redfall received poor mixed reviews upon its launch in May of 2023, and currently one of the lowest rated AAA games of 2023. Now, the Xbox Series X version of Redfall was a score of 56 on Metacritic, with the PC version sitting at 54, and the user score is far lower than the Xbox Series X and PC versions of Redfall have to player. Now. Per a new Bloomberg report, Redfall began its multiplayer game under ZeniMax with a big focus on live service elements in a report that there were many reasons given that the state of Redfall at launch, including the lack of clear direction in the development team being un understaffed, and it also states at the end, the end of Redfall's development, around 70% of the staff that had worked on Prey had left Arcane Austin. Okay, Now, with filling vacant positions also being a challenge, uh, Microsoft purchased ZeniMax in 2021. This game started in 2018, Sarge. So they had 18, 19, 20, 21, because they get bought until late 21. So they have four years of development, three and a half, almost four years of development with this game. It says some of the staff reportedly hope that it would get canceled, and Redfall has at least allowed them to reboot the game. So they were hoping when Microsoft bought, they're like, hey, we're in bad shape here, right? But we would like to make this game into a single-player game, and nothing happened, because you know why? Microsoft said, we're hands-off. We trust you. We bought you guys, but we don't want to change the way you're doing things, right? So they said, Arcane, you keep doing, like, made Bethesda and Zenimax make those choices, and they never reached out to Microsoft to get help, right? But now, here we are. It launched. It was just devastating, right? And Microsoft takes full blame now. Phil Spencer took it right on the face. He got punched in the face, right? He's like, it's on, it's on me because we didn't give the guy enough, enough help. So it says Bloomberg also mentioned that Microsoft canceled the PlayStation version of Redfall that was reportedly in development, making exclusive Xbox Series X on PC. Now, in the Bloomberg article, this was actually supposed to be on Sony, 
right? It was supposed to be a game for Sony with microtransactions. It's a live service game, and that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be like Fallout 76, Sarge, okay? This is what ZeniMax was doing. They, they make money at ESO. They made money with Fallout 76. They were looking for that next game, which then gives me kind of worried of what Starfield's going to be, okay? But we'll get to that when we cross that bridge, when Starfield does, we hear more, more about it, okay? So there's a ton of other information reporting, including significant microtransaction plans that were only scrapped in 2021, meaning scrapped in 2021. Was that before or after Microsoft bought it? Because if they were scrapped, Microsoft was like, yeah, we don't want microtransactions. We just want another game to be on Game Pass type of thing, right? Or was it scrapped by ZeniMax and Bethesda before it got to that point? Now, while Redfall began its live service title, it looks like a number of other factors contributed to the game's poor release as well, with a lack of staff being a major issue. As a result, the reception of of Redfall was out of the top 50 within a month. Now, in the Bloomberg article as well, Sarge, it talks about how people were leaving the studio and people that, if you're a fan and you're, you're a developer, you're looking for a job, you're like, man, I would really like to work for said company because they make really good single player games. Well, Arcane makes really good single player games with Prey and all the other games that they've created, right? So they were putting uh, ads out there for people to get hired, but the people that wanted the jobs wanted to work on single player games. Well, Redfall was a multiplayer game, and the people that were working on the game didn't want to work on a multiplayer game. So upper management wasn't getting the right people for the jobs. People that were applying for the jobs weren't the right people for the job. And the people that were already doing the job didn't want to do the job, which is kind of funny to me because it didn't means they didn't take any kind of pride or anything in the game that they wanted to do. And you could tell 100% when you play this game for five seconds with two eyes and two ears with a brain between them, okay, that you look at this and go, this game is broke, right? So now that this is all out, Sarge, what do you, what do you think? What do you, what do you think of this whole debacle? I was right. I told you they tanked the game on purpose. I told you that. I said, I think they tanked the game on purpose. His article just proves me right. Right. It, it, they, the, ta- they, the tanked, devs, they tanked the, they tanked the game on purpose. Right. The devs themselves didn't want to work on the game. And upper management for Bethesda and ZeniMax didn't do anything Thank you, about Jason it. Thank you, Jason Schreiber. Right. Thank you. Right. And when Microsoft came in, now, what do you, what do you feel about this, Sarge? Do you think this is, because this go 50-50, right? Do you think Microsoft's in wrong for buying the company and then staying out of their business by saying, hands off, you guys are developers, you guys make games, we trust you? Or do you think it's wrong that Microsoft didn't get involved and they were hands off and they should have been hands on? I don't, once again, this is one of these this this verbiage situations. I don't believe for any one moment that you're hands off. There's no such thing as hands off. You have to go into the studio every couple months, find out what's going on, show me the progress, tell me what you guys are doing. There's progress reports. Stuff doesn't just... Business doesn't work this way. You don't spend tens of millions of dollars for an acquisition and then pretend like you have nothing to do with them. Like There are people in the upper echelons of the management system that go and sit down with them, tell us what you're doing, show me what you got, they have people beneath them who right. are, are more into games than the suit is, so he can translate for the suit because the suit doesn't know. And you talk about what is happening. And then the people from the developer side talk to them about what's happening. This is done all the time. Right. To say that your hands off is just a bold faced lie. You okay, so let's let's just let's play a role a role play game, Mike. You're a multi-billionaire. You purchase wish. a company. I wish. Right? They make sneakers. Okay. You buy the company and go, 
I bought a sneaker company. Now I'm going to go to Tahiti for six months not and me. not worry about what any kind of fucking shoe that they make, not right? Me. Yeah. No, not you. Yeah. Not anybody yeah, who no. invests that much money I, in something I would, would, I would ever just say hands off. Yeah, it's I would. A, it's an I would be. Term. If I bought a company, if I if I was ever blessed to buy a company, I would be in the fucking shoe factory making the shoes myself just to know how it is to make a shoe. It's nonsensical that you believe that, right? Yeah. So it's impossible. So now what this is is gross upper management, right? Incompetence. Incompetence. Everybody wanted to point the finger. Not me. Not me. The, the whole right. finger pointing thing, right? Well, the only person that gets that gets the, the, the boot, yeah. right? Bill gets punched in the face because yeah. it's it's up to him, right? But really, it's not up to him, right? It's He's not the boss of all the people in charge. I know he has guys in charge made. to make right. those choices before it even gets to him. That's that's correct. Right. So there's no article right now about the 16 people who got fired because of what happened to Red right. Fall. Oh, there's like, yeah. that article. That article is not going to come out right yeah, away. 30, 30 people did get fired from ass. Yeah. You bet your ass people got fired because of that. Yeah, 30, 30 people did get fired from, from uh, Red Fall. Now, obviously, if the game was successful or not successful, probably people would have got fired anyway. Right, because that's just the way the business works. Okay, no, not because of that. This is gross incompetence. There's a different story. Oh, well, there's a different. There's a different story between we have 250 people on payroll. After the game is done, we're not keeping 150. Well, we only keep 35, and well, everybody else has to go away. That's see, different. See, I think though that if 30 people got fired, I think 30 wrong people got fired. I don't think the people that made the choices that the upper management got fired. I think the devs, the the, the worker ants, get fired. Right, the people that didn't spread the word or get to the next upper management they're they're fine they're sitting up and go, buying buying plenty of stuff for lunch and going on vacation and doing all this stuff the worker ants the developers themselves are the ones that get canned and move on to the next next job right yeah, but the, the issue will still be the ai factor is a big deal how much will be taken over whose jobs will be lost i'm hoping for better competition all right it, it, it's still nonsense absolute nonsense Next story I want to talk about, Sarge. Hands, hands Nintendo off. says that Dolphin Emulator on Steam harms development and ultimately stifles innovation. So Nintendo has explained why it's used its cease and desist order against the Wii and the GameCube emulator Dolphin over its launch on Steam, saying it exists to harms development and ultimately stifles innovation. Speaking to Kotaku, a Nintendo spokesperson said that the Dolphin emulator uses illegal practices to grant access to the older Nintendo games. Nintendo is committed to pro uh, protecting the hard work and creator of the video games engineers and developers. And the spokesperson said that the emulator illegally circumvents Nintendo's protection measures and runs illegal copies of the games. Using the illegal uh, emulator, illegal copies of the game harms development and ultimately stifles innovation. Nintendo respects the intellectual property rights of other companies, and it turns to expect others to do the same. What do you, what do you think of this, Sarge? As far as the emulators, where do you stand uh, as as a as a gamer? Because uh, I we've all partaked in emulators in the past. I would say, like you had a Sega Saturn, or I, I have the Sega Saturn. We had that disc that had like eight hundred games on there. That's that's emulation, right? You could okay. play emulation games right now on your PC in the browser and whatnot. Well, the the limited the limited liability for copyright should always be in effect. Like for instance, like you can't play the Lord of the Rings games, Battle for Middle Earth anymore, right? You can't buy them anywhere. But people have cracked it and you can play it and no one gets sued for it because it's the licensing is done. It, the, the, the whole air, the whole legal aspect of it is done. You can just play the game. 
the same thing needs to apply with certain games. Like the game is not purchasable anymore, right? I can't buy this game, right? But if I find it somewhere and I can actually play it, if you cared that much about it, then you'd have it somewhere inside your company for me to purchase. Right. And then you wouldn't have to worry about me running an emulator. Hmm. But for you, you say it's too expensive to have all this stuff on hand or on file or whatever excuse they want to make up that you can't have a server somewhere, which is also another bullshit statement, right? So now you're going to start suing everybody. Like, Nintendo's got a problem with lawyers anyway. Like, they must have, like, the best lawyer teams on the planet because all they do is sue. That's all they do, right? Right. That's it. It doesn't harm development. We're talking about emulation of games that are no longer that, that, for yeah, sale. Yeah, are back. So I don't think they're it no stifles longer. innovation. I'm not, talking, I'm, yeah. I'm not talking about we're trying to hack Tears of the Kingdom right now. Like, Correct. I'm right. talking about games like Legend of Zelda 8-bit Nintendo. The Legend of Zelda on the on the 16-bit Nintendo. You, can I buy it from you, Nintendo? No? Oh, I'll just go play on an emulator then. Oh, I'm suing the emulator guy. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, if, yeah. you, if you're going to sue for something... That's that was already out. The licensing's already done, right? Then either have it on hand and sell it, or STFU. Yeah, I I, I and feel the same. I, I feel the it's same not, way. By, by the way, the guy who runs the emulator, he's not charging anything. Yeah, he's not charging you to play the the, the old game from 15 years ago. He just it, I have it. I cracked it. I put it on right. there. I know people like it. Fucking play right. it. He's a right? fan. There's a difference. Right. He's a he's There's a gamer. A he wants to play the games in the past. Doesn't have an option to to play it. Who's emulating them and, and, and whatnot. I get what they're saying is like they're trying to keep the intellectual property and stuff like that. But for instance, like Star Wars Galaxy is, right? Uh, like that doesn't exist anymore. Sony Entertainment dropped the dropped the whole thing and yet people took it and, and ran with it and make it its own server right. and they're operating it. Right? There's games out there that because of licensing, like uh Ultimate Alliance uh two and three, I can't play anymore for some reason on my on my Xbox because you know, they take those away because even, even though even though they still exist, correct on the system, I can't play it anymore. And this, I had to buy this again, even though I had it digitally, and it wouldn't it wouldn't work because of, of they delisted it. I had to, I had to get the copy of this, and I when I put it in my machine, now I can play it. Oh, okay. So so then let's 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 go from there. So the digital version, because licensing fees doesn't work, but I can still go to the store. And buy it, and that works because the license magically it works right. on the disc, and it does, well, and on the digital, that makes no sense. Well, see, and I'm a person that because I worked in the industry of film, I don't like pirating videos and stuff like that. When I was younger, no shit. I, when I was younger, before I got into the industry, before I would pirated music left and right. Okay, I would pirate movies left and right. But then when I got into the business, I was like, well, I'm losing money, right? Like that's yes. that's just the way it is. I was a young kid, didn't give a shit. Gotten thing, it is. Getting, get, getting, a, getting a family. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm fucking losing money. Right. So I don't like that people pirated stuff. But at the same time, this is, like you said, if I want to play Zelda, the original Zelda, or play a game from the Wii U or the GameCube, I can't, I can't, I can't get them anywhere because I have to buy the fucking system or I can't do it. So I do the emulator, right? What's the, what's the harm? Well, that's the, the headline is just all overhyped nonsense yeah. lingo. That's what that is. Hurting innovation? I'll tell you what hurts innovation. The last five years. The <laughs> right. last five years has hurt innovation, right? The fact that you're using microtransactions and loot boxes and battle passes and roadmaps, that's hurting innovation. The fact that you bought up all, all the big publishing companies, has bought up all the studios, so now they control everybody, that hurts innovation. So the part that hurts innovation is, if, is the stifling of creativity, not the fact that some guy's putting an old game on an emulator for you to play for free because you no longer want to keep it in your in your 
or your server or you want to sell it anywhere. It's not the same thing. It's not hurting. Right. It's not hurting innovation. Right. Viking says it. Nintendo's using an emulator for their NES classics. Yeah. And you have to pay 50 bucks. Right? You have to pay 50 bucks to use it on, to, to get access to those games on their on the Switch. Right. Which, look, I don't care if they're charging for that. If you if you're a person that wants to play those old games, then then go ahead and do it. Right. But they're giving you at least they're giving you a, a, a way to play those games. Well, the games well, that they're not just, giving you access to and, you, and you're doing an emulator, then what's the big deal? Just like just like you can do stuff now online, you take a picture of yourself and you prove who you are, right? They, right. They're always saying, yeah, take yeah. a picture of yourself. Oh, I, I'm existing. I take a picture. Now all I have to do is you hold up the old game that you used to have. You take a picture of yourself. You send it to Nintendo. I'm like, I already have the fucking game. <laughs> I don't need to pay 50 bucks to play it again. Right. Let me play it, yeah. right? I have it. You show them you have it. I have it. And then you can play it for free, yeah. right? So basically, if kids just taking pictures of themselves with like, all the games that they want to play with. Right? So, so they can play it on the emulator for free, right? Yeah. Because they bought it at some point, right? But apparently licensing expires, but lawsuits don't. It's amazing how that works. Yeah. All right. The next one I want to talk about is, well, Diablo. Diablo right now, people are not even paying attention right now. You can say whatever you want right now, Sarge. People that are watching us are not even paying attention. They're playing Diablo right now. They're, they're playing Diablo right now. Right now. Right? Like they're in playing... chat, the guys are yeah. playing Diablo they're, right now. They're not now. even paying attention to us. It doesn't really matter. They have I us haven't in the seen background. chat move in 10 minutes. Yeah, they're, they're, all they're all playing Diablo. Diablo. I know they're playing Diablo. So we're going to talk about Diablo. Diablo. Now, there's a lot of players out there, Sarge. There's a lot of players out there. Diablo 4 players are already unhappy with microtransaction prices. Okay. Surprise! The game just came out. The game just came out. Well, this is before. This is two days ago, Sarge and people. So lots of people were already uh, were already doing reviews, and yeah. in the reviews, the reviewers didn't get access to the store or anything like that. But they the company sent them like stills of what what was actually happening, right? So they 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 talk about the prices of whatnot. Here's what I have a problem with. I don't have a problem. Look, microtransactions are microtransactions, right? I don't partake in microtransactions. I don't buy microtransactions. I play the game. I bought the game, full price. I got $30 off because I had micro. I had uh, gift cards, okay? But but I got the game, okay? I, I bought the game or bought the license to play the game, okay? But there's, there's amounts in the game where the reality paints a different situation. A premium cosmetic in Diablo costs $28 per set. Okay. Now, obviously, <clears throat> now obviously, it's not as bad. Are you ready for this, Sarge? It's not as bad as Overwatch because they were charging like forty-eight dollars. Okay, but the game itself is seventy dollars. Okay, Path of Exile charges stuff, but it's a free-to-play game. This is charging you a seventy dollars, and let's not even get started on they're charging you ninety to a hundred dollars just to play four days early access. Right. So let's let's put this in perspective. $28 gets you a set of cosmetics, which is one-third the price of, well, actually half the price, basically, almost half the price of the full-pledged game to one, one gear set, all right, one, one cosmetic set. But four days early access is an additional $30, right? So $30 gets you four days early access, but $28 gets you one set of skins, <laughs> but $70 gets you a full game with hundreds of hours into it. Like, I'm I'm very confused by this. Now, it says making it even more expensive that Blizzard's free to play Overwatch 2, unlike its Path of Exile Diablo is free to play rival, the armor sets in Diablo 4 only fit one class, which makes it equally exorbitant price tag feel significantly more unfair by comparison. The images of the cash shop were shared by Uberskull uh, on the official Diablo subreddit prompting that a lot of players voiced their complaints in regarding the game's monetization. 
Now, that being said, it's also important to remember that the items of Diablo 4 Premium Store are all cosmetic only. Spending 2800 Platinum on a flashy Necromancer set won't make any more means swinging any faster, considering that Blizzard has gone on record saying that the players will be able to earn premium currency through the paid Battle Pass system and not enough to purchase the next Battle Pass. Fans should lower their expectations of potentially saving up the Platinum to buy cosmetics. Now, ultimately, ultimately the early consent... Uh, with Blizzard is developing worth censored to the legendary Diablo 2. From gameplay to character progression to story to atmosphere, Diablo 4 appears to nail everything of the core of the game. It's just the monetization that people are, are upset about. So, obviously, we, you've already talked about this, Sarge, about if you don't like it, don't 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 buy it, right? Don't don't pay That's for the it. cosmetics. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I Listen, I, I, look, I love video games. I remember when I when a new video game used to come out that I used to be crazy. I would skip school. I remember being that passionate about a video game that you loved it that much. Okay, it's a sickness. I get it, right? But if you're bitching about the game that you love, the only recourse you have is to not buy it, right? Things change quickly when you don't purchase the product. It goes on sale. They don't make the same game again. That all bunch of stuff happens. Right. Right. When they invest tens of millions of dollars into a game and it doesn't sell, they go, hmm, maybe we should try something different. But the overwhelming <laughs> hype about a game that you want to play because you have to play it. I get it. You play it, but then you can't bitch about it I, at all. I you think, can't say anything at that point. Zero. I think. I think I see what's going to happen here. The Trojan Horse, obviously, is only cosmetic only. If you don't want to buy it, you don't have to buy it. But I think the, the Trojan Horse in this is that this game is going to do what like Diablo Immortal did or um, Stealth. I don't know if Stealth is still here. I'm sure he is. Put, put the controller down for a second, Stealth. Uh, remember when you played, what was that one game that you played? It knew that you were playing. Was it the Disney game or was it uh, Marvel Future Revolution? I forget what it was. But it 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 honed in on what stealth was doing so stealth paid for like the the dollar cosmetic and then instantaneously it showed him the next five oh you want this maybe you'll be interested in this and it showed it five dollars and then as soon as he bought the five dollar one the next one was like ten dollars and then once he bought that ten dollar one they opened up the hundred dollar version of of whatever it was i forget what game it was if, if stealth can remind me of it but I think that's what Diablo is going to do, right? Diablo is going to do this cosmetic stuff where they they get you in there for $28, and then they'll show you the $48 one, and then they'll show you the $100 one for the cosmetic, and then they'll do the bundles, right? Marvel's Avengers did this a little bit with their with their cosmetic skins with the higher prices. They they charged 70, $75 for one cosmetic skin, and then like the next day they said that all skins were going to be free. <laughs> I was like, are, <laughs> I was like, are you are you kidding me? Right. So. <laughs> this is it. This is what it is. Now, is is the game beginning great reviews? I, I watched a whole bunch of different reviews on it. People are talking about there's so much content, there's so much stuff in the game that you're gonna get your money's worth. I just don't like the industry where it's going, where $70 for the game and half half the price of the game is one cosmetic skin for a set for one of your characters. You know what I mean? So, you know. Let's let's go down the line here. You paid seventy dollars, maybe you paid a hundred dollars to get the early access or whatever, and now you're a barbarian. Season one, and you're like, you know what? I want that cosmetic skin. This brand new cosmetic skin looks looks dope. Twenty eight dollars, right? And then the next season comes out, and now you're doing the necromance. You're like, oh, I want that skin. It's twenty eight dollars, right? So every time a season comes out, you're not only are you paying for the season pass, but then you're paying also for the twenty eight dollars skin. And yes, I get it. 
It doesn't hurt you because it's cosmetic only, but it does hurt the industry and it does hurt because what's going to happen is if they're making more money and they see that people are spending money on this. Every game's like this. Right. Then it's just going to spend more time making more cosmetics and not actual content of the game. And again, this is early on. I can't say if it's bad or good right now. I only know what I paid for for Diablo. I had a, I had a blast over the, the beta and whatnot, but I hope this doesn't ruin what the game should be down the line. But then again, 20% makes 80% of the money, right? So, but think about that. Two people buy skins, that's a full, that's a full price. That's one game sold, right? Two people buy a set, and that's another game sold. This game's going to make obscene money, Yeah, I'm sure. So, but everyone have fun. Everyone have fun uh, playing Diablo. We're going to jump into Diablo in just uh, a couple of minutes. We're not doing a Q&A tonight. Uh, let's see what else we got going on here. Oh, Sarge, this is funny. Were you I'll a Duck Hunt fan? I, I know you were. We played Duck Hunt when we were, uh, you know, when we were younger. The real, the real way or the cheating way? We, t- we played both ways. We played the real way and the, and, the, and the cheating way. Put the up to the screen, just pull the trigger. <laughs> just, just wins all, every single time. Uh, this not, story. Not all the time. This story comes, and this, this is funny. This is just idiocracy, though, Sarge. This is idiocracy. North Carolina man. I'm just... Can I just get a round of applause? Like, can we, it's not Florida. It's, it's not, not Florida. Florida. Yeah, it's not. It's not Florida. <laughs> round of applause. Let's get a round of applause that it's not Florida man. It's North Carolina man, which doesn't really so roll off the tongue, the tongue as yeah, as as doesn't. much. But North Carolina man commits theft, armed with painted duck hunt gun. Okay, now it does. It looks like maybe he came from the future. Maybe this is a laser gun, Sarge. I don't know, but it it does look like the duck hunt gun. <laughs> <laughs> just painted black. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, it's got the tag from the from the that orange, the the red trigger. It's just painted black. You took the time to at least spray there, paint and why only did twist tie. Why is there? A well, twist that's tie it's right evidence. There? It's evidence. Oh, it's being tagged. Yeah, it's I tagged. Okay. But he took the handles off, or he taped off the handle. Do you notice that? So it's not black handle. It's actually a gray handle. So he left. He yeah. did. He did some extra little work when he spray painted this. He he did some did some time. I mean, but he moved I mean, to Florida. I mean, but he moved from Florida. <laughs> it could be. It could be worse. So he could. He could have used the laser tag gun. <laughs> I, that that is the coolest gun, by the way. The laser tag gun, the original laser tag oh, gun. The laser I think was tag gun was looking. very cool. Do we still have the those? Coolest, Do you still have those? I, I absolutely have them. Oh, I love those guns. Man. Absolutely have them. I, I I brought up laser tag to my son the other day. He's like, "What's laser tag?" I was like, "Oh, you take the lasers and you shoot, and you have these things on chest." Remember the remember the knockoff? What was the what was the knockoff, Sarge? Photon. Photon, right? Yeah. Which photon. actually was more superior than laser tag because laser tag was well, was more of a, a pinpoint laser, and photon was more of a widespread laser, it's so it actually shotgun. worked. It, it worked yeah, better. Yeah, but but photon only went about fifteen yards. Yeah, but photon laser tag, laser tag went like thirty or forty yards. Laser tag those. They they sold it all separately, like the helmet, yes. the vest. Yes. Photon had like the bundle, the two pack. So you yep. could, yeah, it started easier. Yeah. That's yeah. good times, man. I used to love those but they things. Still, but they still, to this day, they still sell it. You know what makes me crazy is right now, we should have the most badass laser tag game ever, but they don't make it. They don't make it. We got drones and all kinds of stuff we got now, and nobody's made like a full-blown, really cool laser game. Right. They just don't. I don't get it. Now would be the time. Now would be the time. I mean, now you'd have like lasers, drones, or something like you're flying drones and shoot lasers. Like there'd be, right. there'd be all kinds of stuff happening now. But nope, not now. And speaking of the future, with 
lasers and laser tag and, and, and whatnot. We have. Was he wait? Was he caught? Did he get the money? What happened? He got caught. Yeah, he got caught. That's oh, why he got his, his gun's tagged. He got, he got caught. He, he could have left it at the scene of the crime. Well, he got he got he got three hundred dollars, but then they caught him. They caught him. Um, you know what? Now you're making me. Well, I, I could have sworn they caught him. But, but, I, but I they let him go. Because but they let him go because only three hundred. Hold on, hold on. It was arrested. No, he was arrested. Unspecified span of time by the but not, uh, York... but not convicted. He was arrested, but not, not, convicted. not convicted. Yeah, right. I got. Can't it. prove it was his gun. Maybe it was the neighbor's gun. Could have been, right, could have been anyone's. Could have been anyone's laser anyone's tag gun. gun. That could be anyone's gun. And maybe yeah. he wasn't actually holding him up. Maybe he was showing him the gun. Look what I did. I painted this this Nintendo Duck Hunt gun. He was showing it to the cashier, and the cashier just said, right. "All right, take my money. I'll give you three hundred dollars for it." He's like, "All right." He was handing him the 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 gun for three hundred dollars. That's what he was doing. <laughs> or, or, or but what, what, more, even more funny, if he held up the gun and said, "Give me all your money," and the guy saw the gun and then. Like, is that a is that a is he, that a duck he picked hunt up his he picked up his phone and played the duck hunt music yeah. <laughs> in the guy's face. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you the money. Hang on a second. <laughs> and it's a duck hunt music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would I would say that. I'd be like, look, I didn't I wasn't trying to hold the guy up. I I came here to show him my original duck hunt gun from Nintendo, and the guy offered me three hundred dollars from the cash register. He was just a big fan, big fan. Uh, the, the next story I want to talk about, Sarge, is the MetaQuest. MetaQuest? MetaQuest, yeah. MetaQuest 3 VR headset announced, launching this fall, 499 for 128 gigabyte version, highest resolution display, next generation Snapdragon chipset, more than two times as powerful as Quest 2, 40% slimmer, and redesigned controls. And we have a little video that we're going to play here, uh, so people can see what it looks like. No sound. But here's the new MetaQuest. Now, 500 bucks, Sarge. Now, see, here's where I think PlayStation VR kind of screwed up, right? And I get it. You need the PlayStation to play the PlayStation VR. And there's a lot of uh, things you do. This, you just pay the $500, and you, you don't need a console. You don't need anything. You could just play with the headset, right? So this, I think, is a much more uh, intriguing aspect. But obviously, if you have a PlayStation already, then you can get the PlayStation VR 2 which is the same price as the PlayStation itself. But so looks pretty cool. It's a lot lighter, a lot better. And then well, they have to because Apple's releasing theirs this month. Yeah, well, I was just going to say Apple's releasing theirs. And we know that because one, the rumors are happening. And then Sean Murray just comes out today and all he does is a tweet and puts a Windows logo and an Apple logo and says VR capable, right? So we know that Apple's coming out with their headset and it's VR capable uh, as, as well. So, so 500 titles, so that's a dollar a game if you buy it, basically. Obviously, you have to buy the game separately as well, but a uh, little, little redesign, 500 bucks. I, I might buy this. Here, here, here's, oh, that's me. Uh, here, here's, here's what I'm thinking, Sarge. Because, and here, here my justification of this, Spider-Man comes out this fall. But if I buy a PlayStation, I'm only getting it for Spider-Man. But if I spend $500 on the Quest 3, okay, there's a whole slew of games that I can play that are just meant for VR. Do you know what I mean? Whole slew of games that it's a completely different platform that I've never experienced before in my own house. I don't own a VR headset. It'd be one console that I actually don't own, and the VR might, might work out. And the justification is, hell, 
my son and my wife could use it. We could all we could all have fun and watching and punch the television screen and kick each other in the head when we're spinning around doing some stuff. That could be fun. We could I can make extra money for, by filming it on YouTube and putting it on Instagram and stuff like that. So that's always a, a, a good side of it. So what do you think about the Quest, Sarge? Are, I know you're not in. Do you get nauseous when you put the VR headset? I don't think you do, right? I, I, haven't, I haven't played it long enough to prove I have or not. I played a little bit here and there, but I never played for long hours. Akuta Papa says, uh, can I DM you a link, a VR game that I've been playing? Yeah, sure. You can always DM me on the, put it in, put it in Discord. That, that, that's, that's the one thing I'm excited about. I want to know if Apple found a way to do VR and for people not to be sick. I, I want to know uh, if that's, Apple's that's, doing a VR AR <clears throat> is what I want to know. I, that's what I want to know. I want to know if they figured out a way to do the program, the software, to where it doesn't it, it it adjusts with you over time and you don't feel not. If that's if that's something Apple did, buy Apple stock now. So, Sean Murray, who we know for No Man's Sky, Hello Games, he posted that No Man's Sky is now for Mac. It's coming out for the iOS system for 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 Apple users. Uh, it's going to be cross play. It's going to be cross saved. It's using Metal 3. It's using high performance, Apple Silicon and Intel, Metal FX, temporal, sp uh, uh, spatial upscaling, optimized loading, full controller support. And for the seven years that it's been out, that all comes with the game. So if you buy it for Apple today, you get all the seven years updates that they've been doing for free, right? So that's another. And, and I'm always amazed. I really am. That Hello Games, they've made so much money off No Man's Sky. I did an article about two, three weeks ago about how much money they've made, okay? That they had such a small overhead compared to developers slash to the game, and they made so many sales off that first year that they basically can give the game away for, for like, just do it with the business model for the next 16 years and still be profitable if they gave it away for free. <laughs> that's how much money they could that's how much money they made off no man's sky and every time they update this and they do stuff like this um like their team is pumping out stuff sean murray came out and said incredibly proud of the pace of the team no man's sky right now our last update for no man's sky interceptor was just a few weeks ago and fractal was just six weeks before that and now they also just did the update for the vr stuff for apple and stuff so their team is just pumping stuff out yeah, but it's a smaller team. They sure. got paid well. The morale is high. They don't have to rush it out. And they don't have to, they don't have a lot of overhead because their team is small and they did that game. That's the way it used to be. When you have these monster companies with these hundreds of employees and these giant buildings you got to pay rent for, of course you're going to get a battle pass microtransaction filled game. Like that's how it has to be, right? You can't you can't compare Sean Murray's company to any other company. Right? It's too small. Yeah, he could, he could work for free for the next five years because he made a shit ton of money off an amazing game with a small team. Right. That's everyone's dream. <clears throat> Real quick. You don't got to pay, pay Big Papa. Akuta Papa just sent us this. Uh, this is some footage of his VR game uh, playing inside the Star Wars game like a, like a Doom. Uh, this is in VR. I'm all about this right here. I'm all about this. If I could be in the Star Wars universe now, I played the other game. This uh, is Dark Forces. Yeah, I played the other game, uh, the Batu or the Galaxy Batu, whatever. I played it, uh, the demo. It's phenomenal. I love it. Like being in that world and looking down at your your hip 
and pulling off your blaster and then a thermal detonator and then chucking it and then shooting it. It's so accurate. Uh, not this game. I don't know about this game, but like this, this is it, baby. Like put this on my head and I'm inside this world. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. I would love this. Even outdated like this. I would, I would love to play this. Thanks for sharing this that. Looks, this looks like Dark Forces. I think it is like. Dark Forces. No, it's uh, Jedi Knight 2. Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast Mission 2. That's what it is. It's Star Wars Jedi Knight. It came out in 2002. Uh, let me see what else we got. Do we have anything else I want to show? We have one more thing. We got the John Wick. Got that. We got the meta quest. I think we're pretty good, Sarge. We did everything. We missed a couple, two stories. The story we didn't get to is uh, Activision wants to use players' GPS coordinates to generate unique video game worlds. Oh, sorry, did you see that? Stealth sent it to me this today. Let me bring this up real fast. This this is weird. Okay, this is weird. I think he put it in... Like, or Brie Larson weird? No, no, this is weird is, like, the camera itself. We talked about it earlier today. It's a camera... Where, where did he put it? It's a... Oh, here it is. It's a camera. I, I don't know how to... I don't know how to explain this okay I, I don't know how to explain this is this is this it is this it where the hell is this thing hold on i gotta find it i got too many i got too many goddamn things open okay i found it okay this is a camera okay and this camera is taking a picture but with no lens Okay, it's it's doing a technology. Oh, oh, what what just happened? Are we are we still live or did we lose? Did we lose something here? Okay, we're good. Okay, what the fuck is that? Okay, so do you see what's happening? He's putting in the dials up on top. He's dialing in the meters away from the camera. He's dialing in like the seed and the guide of what it is, right? And it says. Look, read the read the caption here. It says an evening photo taken from Grown Van Pin Street, whatever, twenty six, and the weather is a few clouds with temperature of sixteen degrees, and the date is Sunday, the twenty eighth May of twenty twenty three. There's a restaurant, an Italian restaurant, in the middle of Eastern restaurant nearby. Okay, so it takes the picture, and then it makes the picture. Okay, there's no lens. It's it's taking the stuff and it, that's a procedurally generated picture. I don't know. I don't know about that. No, I, I, I read. I read about the whole technology. Okay, we we showed it up on on right. It's taking the picture. It's not the exact picture. If you notice, it's not showing the bikes or anything like that. Okay, but it's taking the GPS coordinates and then making a picture on that. Right. It's it's crazy. That, that's that's. That's not a it's, camera. It's using like sonar or what, whatever kind of. It's a procedurally generated camera based on the where you're standing, and it's making stuff as it's. It's it's weird. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know about that. This isn't weird. This is normal technology. What do you, What do you mean? I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I, is the camera just pulling up a file from Google Maps? Like I don't understand. No, it's just saw, like I don't. No, no, it's making the picture. It's procedurally making that picture. Yeah, but that description that that description would have no cars. It would just be a street with trees. Like it, it added everything else that wasn't even included in the verbiage. Like you, it, it, you know what I mean? Like it's not. No, 
I don't believe that that's real. No. <laughs> no. Well, technology. You, you, just can't have, you, you just can't have a description of something that's going to fill in the blanks, and the filling in of the blanks is trees and cars and multicolor. Like, it doesn't know what to put in there yet. It's, if called, you try to, no. it's called paragraphical. A camera that takes photos using location data. It describes the place you're at, and then converts it into AI-generated photo. Weird. Yeah, if we get a few more things like that, we're gonna go. We're gonna disappear like the dwarves did in Skyrim. <laughs> right. Photoshop can already do the same thing. Oh, I know that Photoshop creature. Oh my god, dude! That Photoshop update that they just did is crazy, crazy. Yeah, Stand by for deep fakes from everybody. Oh, it's 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 amazing. Like the amount of stuff that you can do between AI generated just. Right, with ChatGPT and now with the Photoshop. Just wait till they do it with the with the video process, which they which they are doing, right? Exponentially faster. All right. That's gonna do it for episode three fifty-three of GXG. It's in the can. We do appreciate you coming out, hanging out with us while we do these podcasts each and every single Thursday. Well, most of the time, anyway. Uh if you like it, please make sure you hit that like button. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, hit the subscribe button. There's only 13% of you that are not subscribed to this channel, which is amazing. I do appreciate you for hitting that subscribe button. And if you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can become a member as little as $5. Helps us out uh, for this channel and for what I do. I uh, appreciate it very much. Don't go anywhere. Once this is over, I'm going to go grab a drink real fast, and I'm going to come back, and we're going to start playing Diablo tonight. I uh, appreciate you guys coming out and hanging out with us, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Game on, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.